What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Um, as always, make sure you guys follow our Instagram. We want to thank you guys for 100 followers. Let's get that to 200. We post pretty much daily on all shorts platforms, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. And also to our audio listeners, shout out Brussels, right, Joven? Shout out Brussels. <laughs> um, if you guys, we, we love your guys' support as well. Any of you guys that do want to listen instead of watching on the you know, car ride home, Whatever audio platform you guys listen to, make sure you guys download it. And if you enjoy it, give us a five-star rating. Um, without further ado, massive episode for you guys. Probably should be a fun one. Uh, NH- uh, NFL starting in two weeks, right? So we, we obviously teased and uh, mentioned yeah, previous NF- episodes. NFL season, definitely what I look forward to most recently yeah. because I got into that. But one thing that sucks about starting an NFL season, school starts then too. Yeah. Right? So that sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, so that uh nfl season so like i said we're today we're going to be doing our as you could tell by the title our predictions in the over under total wins and this is based off of DraftKings, not sponsored we don't gamble ourselves so whatever we pick here bet at your own risk yeah <laughs> um, but these are like our predictions these are our prediction we're just using them as our prediction guideline yeah of basically. What, what it is yeah. right for those of you guys don't know don't know what an over under is you get a line and it's like 11 and a half now people at home might be thinking what does the half mean it just means that you don't pick the tie at 11 yeah, yeah. so if you're picking 11 wins you're under if you're picking 12 and over you're over it's pretty simple we're gonna get into it in a little bit because there are some big nfl news for those of you guys that are here for other sports we still hope you guys tune in for the nfl but we will be talking um soccer nba uh, mlb nhl even some boxing later on as well but for the first bit back to the nfl news and uh, look uh, keep looking forward to we're going to be doing rankings we're going to be doing a tier list video like how we uh, how we do with our other sports like our predictions and we'll do a season preview as well that will be coming down the line but let's get right into it some nfl news the running back market uh a signing has happened and obviously joven is kind of hoping it's jonathan taylor related uh, it ain't Jonathan Taylor related. <laughs> so Josh Jacobs, who hasn't signed his franchise tag tender, has signed a one-year deal. Only thing he could sign ours is a one-year deal now, worth twelve million dollars. Um, were you sur- like quick reaction? We don't have to go too much into this. Were you surprised it was more than Saquon? Uh, yeah, obviously, just because I think Saquon is the better player, but. Josh Jacobs is coming off a career year as well, like leading the league in rushing. But I mean, you can't really like extend too much, right? Is there like a gap? What do you mean? Like, you know, you can't go, can you go up to like one year 20 mil? Probably. You can, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, no, I'm I'm not surprised too much, but like that he signed. But I thought Saquon would have wanted more, in my opinion. I'm, I'm not surprised he signed, obviously, because yeah. at the end of the day, you know, Tuning into next year, we potentially might have Jonathan Taylor on the market. Saquon Barkley's on going to be on the market. Um, Jacobs. Josh, Josh Jacobs and other top, Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott. All these guys are going to be back on the market. And then obviously some up-and-coming names that I don't know at the top of my head who might be. Guys like Austin Eckler, for example. The reason why I was surprised, Saquon is the feature in New York. I don't think he's Jacobs is the feature in uh, the Raiders. So because you, I, I value Devontae Adams more. I'm basing it off last year as well, so I understand it's Jimmy Garoppolo there now. And, uh, yeah, that, that based on that. 
And I know Josh McDaniels is a head coach and he does go running back schemes too. With We could tell when they won the Super Bowl with so- Sony Michelle with the Patriots days. But I think Devontae Adams is still that main feature. So he's their like best weapon. Yeah. And yeah, Saquon's the best weapon in New York. So that's so, where I so was surprised. Sa- and did they get Darren Waller? But I would still give it to Saquon, right? For right now, yeah. But yeah. from what I'm hearing, Darren Waller is killing, killing it. Killing it, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Josh Jacobs is on the on the market. And other running back related, Jonathan Taylor is the biggest story still everybody's waiting for, uh, even us as Colts fans. Well, we got no, no update yet. One day left now. Uh, yeah, two, but yeah, when this comes out. So yeah, um, Tuesday is the, supposed to be the deadline. Roster cuts have already begun. You know, some not really big names have been dropped yet. Uh, but moving on, uh, we were talking about the Giants, Saquon Barkley. This trade shocked me. And it's Isaiah Simmons, f- former eighth overall pick for the Arizona Cardinals was traded to the Giants for a seventh round pick. Okay, that, that's where I'm like, and what the hell? So, you know me, when I, I hopped on the Arizona bandwagon was when that year. Yeah, they, right, they got DeAndre Hopkins. And then they, they added Isaiah Simmons. Simmons, yeah. And now I'm kind of off that bandwagon because both of these guys are gone now and Kyler's injured because I'm also rooting for Kyler Murray. Um, You're going to be rooting for Caleb Williams soon. Who knows? <laughs> but, no, um... I understand he may have not lived up to that potential he was supposed to because people were saying that he could have easily been a top four pick, right? That was the Joe Burrow draft, if I'm not mistaken. Because Justin Herbert went before. So it was 2018, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Bur- no, or 2019? What was the Burrow draft? 18 or 19, but Joe. Uh, uh, just quickly check. Yeah, you check, double check. But I know it was Joe Burrow, the Tua draft. Joe Burrow, Justin yeah, Herbert. Yeah, yeah. Because we were watching college football because I'm a huge Trevor Lawrence fan as well, right? Yeah, that's when we started watching it. Yeah, so like Isaiah Simmons was like supposed to be the best defensive player. I think Akuda went early. Are, are you playing up the draft right now? Well, it was twenty twenty. Yeah, it was twenty twenty. Yeah, it was, it was, it, I was. That's what I was saying. Like twenty eighteen was Quentin, I think. Yeah, twenty eighteen was Quentin. Yeah. So yeah, twenty twenty. Because I was mixing. I thought. I thought uh, T Law was twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty one. So it's yeah, a, it was like COVID stuff. Yeah, okay, I remember because we yeah. went to our cousin's house to play football after. Yeah, yeah, we were yeah, talking yeah. about it. But no, um, it, who was third? Was that was that Akuda? Uh, third? Yeah. Let me check. Um, I, no, might, I might, might be throwing off everything right now. I think now. <laughs> they were throwing me off, too. It was it was Burrow. It was Bosa. No. It was Kyler and Bosa. It was Burrow and... I forgot who went second. Chase Young. Yeah, it was Akuda. It was Burrow, Young, Akuda, Tua, Andrew traded. Thomas, then Tua, Justin Herbert. Then Carolina Panthers select Derek Brown, and then it was Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, eight. so there were people like, you know, because once Tua went off, Chargers fans are like, okay, if it's not Tua, because at the time Herbert wasn't what Herbert is now. And they're saying, go get me Isaiah Simmons because he's such a versatile defender. Yeah, he, he's right? like his snaps, I think, whatever his first 200 snaps, are like all mixed up from like slot corner, outside corner, D line, linebacker. linebacker. Like right? he so, legit is everywhere. Safety. Yeah, and then. Um, so he has that talent, and now I don't know how much he didn't fit in whoever was it Vance Joseph. Yeah, Vance Joseph's scheme. Now they obviously added Jonathan Gannon as the head coach, who was the Philly DC, and I don't think Vance Joseph is there anymore. Um, so the, that's surprising to me. And I he's joining Wink Martindale. And yeah, he's gonna be happy. Wink Martindale was Baltimore's Baltimore's DC, and he was solid there. Like Baltimore was very didn't good, have yeah. issues on the offense, defensive side. Sorry, it as did much. not at all. Um, okay, am I surprised he got traded? Yes. But 
No, uh, but what I am more surprised about is that he, they only got a seventh. Back. Yeah, so I'm not surprised he got traded, in a sense because they had to pay him, and they yeah, felt, that's like, they, true. They felt yeah. like they didn't need to pay him. But how do you only get a seventh? Back? Yeah, like there's no way you get a seventh only. What do you think? Like a, I would have given like what was what did CJ Henderson go for or Akuda go for? Uh, I don't even remember, bro. Yeah, like, but like they went like I, I think they my went, like, first one like is gonna be like third or fourth. Yeah, maximum because he did not live to his hype. That's for sure. For sure, right? But so it's not there's be potentials like, there. There's still potential there. That that is hundred percent. And then Wink Martindale is like smiling right now because yeah. he's really happy. They added. Like, you got someone who can play everywhere. They updated, upgraded, and we're gonna talk about it a little bit more when we do our over under. You might get a hint where I'm going with this because it's kind of deja vu for me when he got drafted by Arizona, but now flip it to that side. But defensively. They have Kayvon Thibodeau up top, Dexter, Dexter Lawrence, Lawrence up top in the old D line. You add Bobby Okereke, in my opinion, and I get it, we're Colts fans, and you're going to agree solid with solid linebacker. Solid linebacker, probably one of the most underrated linebackers. Yes, he's not Shaq Leonard, Fred Warner, Roquan Smith, and all these guys, but he, he's gonna get the for job what done. he did last year when Shaq was out, killed he's gonna get the He's going to kill it for them yeah. as well. And then uh, I'm not sure who their safeties are really. I think they have a young guy in Julian Love who's pretty solid yeah. as well. And uh, freaking, you could just chuck in Isaiah Simmons, wherever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm shocked that it was a seventh. Um, I was when I saw that trade, uh, whatever, a couple of days ago in the morning when I when I received the notification, and I'm like, holy hell! <laughs> like, there's no way he just went for a seventh only. Yeah, and he's gonna be motivated as well, right? And his contract year that that also helps. But and then Wink Martindale will help too. The Giants are doing something. The right Giants are looking so, nice, but they're also in a very tough division. Yeah, we, we'll we'll talk about that in a second here. All right, next one. Big trade again. Uh, 49ers officially traded away Trey Lance to the Dallas Cowboys. And we were talking last episode where we would want to see him. We mentioned Arizona as a spot. And either way, I don't think they were going to be much if they're tanking, quote-unquote tanking. They also traded, Arizona also traded away Josh Jones, by the way. And they brought in Josh Dobbs. Okay. So, yeah. Um, even if he, Trey Lance went to, like, Arizona, I don't think he was going to make him, like, over the top, anything. Like, whoever the quarterback was, whatever. Obviously, Raiders is a name I threw out there. And there yeah, was, Raiders. And I threw out Atlanta. I think those are the three yeah. main ones I threw out. Uh, and kind of Washington, but at the same time, not, not too much either. Because, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from Sam Howell, but Washington and... Um, Atlanta in the similar path, but Atlanta already has Heineke, your boy. <laughs> so, uh, best backup in the league. But, yeah, so they, um, for just a fourth, and Buffalo was interested. So, Buff, uh, uh, Dallas is giving up a fourth. That won the sweepstakes. I guess sweepstakes, I'm putting in air quotes. I actually don't mind this because Dak is up for a contract, and we don't know if he's going to get extended. Dak came off an injury and pretty bad year. Yeah, like he like, had what, 15, 16 interceptions. I think 12 games, and he has like so over an interception more interceptions, I think. Yeah, so, so average around like close to or at least over an interception a game yeah, last so year. Then you um, you bring in Trey Lance, and he could learn off of Dak himself. But Trey Lance is going to be a solid replacement, right? They're like yeah. <laughs> a solid backup, right? Obviously, he went third for a reason. He went third for a reason. That's true. But the thing with this is. If Dak, this is going to put pressure on Dak because if yeah. Dak if Dak messes up, Trey Lance is getting into into the game. Yeah, that's for sure. They still have Cooper Rush who was solid for them, but I'm putting Trey Lance, even though he couldn't fit QB through it. QB three with those QBs in San Francisco, there's a different 
scheme and all that stuff, right? But yeah, no, this puts the pressure on Dak. I agree with you. And for Dallas side of things, I, I think it's a good spot, good no, backup spot, a- good backup spot for Buffalo if it would if it would have went down as well. But uh, that one is like solidified Josh Allen, no matter what, right? Yeah. At least with this one, he has an opportunity. And remember when we were having this bust convo? I'm not ready to put Trey Lance as a bust. Now, it seems like he's a bust because look how much they gave up for him and he didn't pan out. But it wasn't even his fault fully because he literally was injured. He got injured and then he the bust part comes in where he couldn't win the job back. But at the same time, like I, this one is like that. Like So I, this is going to be his third year. His first year, he sat out yeah. oh, because Jimmy Garoppolo started. Yeah. Right? I guess they want to be like, okay, no watch. Ease him in. Yeah, ease him in type of thing. Year two, I, I think he went. He had an okay first game. Then okay the, first the game, game he got it hurt was a second game, and he was actually decent. Yeah, so and then he got hurt a second game, obviously out for the year. Yeah, and then uh, Brock Purdy showed up. Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt, then and then Brock, Brock Purdy, Purdy just never looked back, yeah. basically. And he still won the job, and Sam Darnold somehow won the job, but Trey Lance was looking okay at training camp too. So, yeah, no, um, from from him, I can't say a bust. It's too early for me to call a bust. Yeah, right? I agree like, with that. Like Greg Oden. You call it a bust because he couldn't live up because of the injuries. I don't call it a bust because it's an injury, right? Like, Josh Rosen now, at this point, is a bust. At the time he got traded from Arizona for Kyler Murray, he wasn't a bust for me because he didn't get that proper opportunity. But then he went to multiple spots, didn't pan out. This, I need to see Trey Lance and see how he does in other teams There's before some- I consider a bust. But the, I, I get the argument of why he's a bust because this is the trade package, essentially. three. It was like three or four Three first-round picks, right? yeah. Those it was to Miami, and those picks turned out to be Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill. They flipped the pick they for Tyreek Hill. The pick so for Tyree I'm saying Hill, like yeah. what they used the picks for, Tyreek Hill. They used one of the picks for Bradley Chubb, and they used another one for a linebacker named Channing Tindall. So they drafted two guys and they traded those picks for two guys. Absolute stuff. Miami <laughs> is looking nice right yeah, now. It was clear who won that trade. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, clear. <laughs> Um, I hope Trey Lance figures it out because uh, he's in that same Anthony Richardson situation where he didn't get much reps and it did not help that COVID also happened when he was supposed to play. And he was he was part of a uh, conference where they just played one game and that's it. And yeah. where North Dakota State, uh, State played at. So there's that news right there. Um, and I think that's it mainly. And I think that covers the big news. Uh. But is this, last question, is this the worst draft trade you've seen that you can remember? 100%, right? Like, San Francisco. They what, got, about, what about New York They took Jets? a big L. What about New York Jets with the Colts? They took Sam Darnold for Quentin Nelson and was it Braden Smith? Yeah, but no, it's, it's this, right? You got Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and Bradley Chubb. Yeah, but no, this. that's a big one too, right? Yeah, it's a big one, but like nothing. That could have like, the Jets O-line is in question marks, which we'll get into. Nothing compares to this. But yeah. Nothing this, compares this to this. This is insane. Like, we don't know like what those picks are for Hill and Chubb, but it doesn't matter for Miami side of things at the end of the day. Right, they got what they wanted. <laughs> yeah. So 49ers looking looking nice there. But okay, let's go on to the main topic that we were so thing is that, uh, quickly, yeah, but like it's not like 49ers are still in a shit situation. Like they're yeah. still fine, <laughs> right? Like I I still want to I still have some hope for Sam Donald now in general. Like I know I you I don't know. I kind of do. No, but he he won the backup job over Trey Lance. Yeah, he's a backup at best. So that's what I'm saying. I'm still hoping he that getting, if he goes in, that he will be he'll yeah, get resurrected. Yeah, for maybe one game. Who knows? 
<laughs> I hope injuries don't happen. He's I'm hoping have, injuries yeah, don't but happen. But he's gonna have one good but game. But we don't there. know. Like Brock Purdy's gonna have pressure now because he knows that. Like okay, I'm the guy now, and let's see what happens. Yeah, right? but he's. We'll, a, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But no, I'm just. Darnold's. Like I know for you, he's a bust. Darnold like, has no hope. Yeah, it's a bust, hundred percent. For me, I'm hoping he's a bust, but I'm holding hope. Is what I'm saying. Some way, somehow. Because when with Carolina, he started doing bad once Christian McCaffrey got hurt. So that's that's all I got to say for that. But you ready to go into the main topics? Yeah. All right. So let me just uh, pull that up here. You have the schedule out. We're going to go based on whatever the ske- that schedule says that you have. So it's going to go random. It's going in alphabetical order, it looks like, right? Yeah. Okay. So we start off with Arizona. Yeah, start off with Arizona. Okay. So they're over under, and they're supposed to be projected the worst team um, in general. They're pre- supposed to be the worst in the uh, NFL. Worst in the NFL. And their over-under is tied with the Houston Texans, ironically enough, a pick they have. So they could potentially have the top two picks, That's a.k.a. Draft, yeah. Kyler Murray. Sorry, not Kyler Murray. Um, Caleb Williams partnering with potentially Marvin Harrison Jr., potentially an elite O-lineman, potentially the ty- Brock Bowers. But yeah, it, it is it, it's set up at five and a half based on this. I'm going as under. Of, as of... <laughs> As of uh, August 27. I'm going under. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'm going under. under right? is, okay. There's someone's got to be like a two-win team, like how there always is one. Bro, they're playing the NFC East this year? Yeah. So their first three games are Washington, Giants, and Dallas. Washington, I, Giants, and Dallas, yeah. I think that's 0-3 start. Then you got San Fran 0-4 start, right? Kyler's supposed you to come back halfway. I don't know if he'll actually play depending on how the no, record no, is. Okay, halfway, right? Say eight, eight games. Yeah. These are their first eight games. Washington. Giants. Giants. Dallas. San Fran, Cincinnati, Rams, Seattle, and Baltimore. And Cleveland. Right after Yeah, that. I'm just saying, yeah, those are, first, oh, I know. Those so are the games without Kyler. They could be 0-9. Yes. Right off the bat. So, I agree with you. They off, should be 0-9. And then after that 0-9, okay, Atlanta, okay, we'll see if Kyler is healthy enough to play. If he plays, this is assuming. And we're assuming, this is everything assumed if they're healthy, but... In this, unless we know something. In this case, we know Kyler is not going to be playing in the beginning. So we're yeah, basing it so off like, that. That's but like the players old. that are on the field, we're basing it off how injury prone they are. But but basing it off of if they're The healthy. thing is this. We know that Kyler could steal a game. Yeah. Right? So Kyler could steal week one against Washington. Yeah. I believe that. But he's not there. Exactly. So On top of that, they lost DeAndre Hopkins. Their number one's Hollywood Brown, who's decent, but he's not a number one. And Zach Ertz is coming back. Which is a pretty underrated tight end when he was. But playing. he's old. But he's much older now, right? And he got hurt. Like once upon a time, I was high on Arizona for a reason, and they proved me right until DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins got hurt. The year they got JJ Watt, right? So yeah, yeah, I'm going under. Um, let's move on. They're tied with Houston, but next up, who is it? Atlanta. Atlanta is set at seven and a half, tied with a bunch of other teams. I don't need. I'm not going to name it, but seven and a half. In a weak conference, sorry, division. Weak division, yeah. Very weak division. That that division's wide open. I still give it's the Saints. edge to the Saints. The Saints are the, are the favorites. Yeah. But everyone else, they could win. Like, they could go 4-2 and two in that division. I won't be surprised. Yeah. Right? But, seven but and the a rest half. of the teams they're playing, Green Bay, not good this year. Yeah. Detroit, um, they're Detroit's good. Detroit's good. But I'm not saying, like, I won't be surprised if Atlanta wins. Like, I won't be surprised, essentially. Um, we don't know what we're, gonna, we're not gonna talk about Detroit too much right now, but Jacksonville, okay, that one I could see a loss. Houston win, Washington. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> play the Colts as well, so I think they could be the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> this is an easy schedule for them. At seven and a half, I'm gonna go under, but like barely. 
I'm sticking with I'm seven. A, I'm going with like seven. Yeah, that, that's what I'm going with too. So I'm going to go with the under as well. I think it's, this schedule, like I'm looking at the schedule, it's very easy. It's not that hard, but like your team's still not the best. Exactly. Right, like, your team is very mid. Yeah. So they're, they're, with their division, they that helps them a lot. And Gre- the best team they're probably playing is the Jets, based on what I'm looking at here. Yeah, Jets, then probably Jacksonville. And Minnesota, probably. That's it. Yeah. Like, I don't have faith in it. So, I, this is like one of those toss-ups. It's eight or seven for me. I'll go with... Uh, you know what? I'll go with the slide over. I'll go eight. I'm sticking with the seven. I'll, I'm going to give them the eight. All right, next up. Baltimore. They're set at eight and a half, and I'm going over automatically. Off the bat. Eight okay, and a half yeah. means... Eight and a half means if you're going eight and eight and nine or nine and eight. They're not a below 500 team, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean... And you're, you, you finally have a guy... Yes, he's injury-prone, but Lamar Jackson has vengeance on his mind now. He got his contract, and people have been disrespecting his name for the last two years. And whenever Lamar Jackson has been on the field, that team has been one of the best teams in the NFL. The minute he gets injured, they have been pretty bad. And you could agree with that. Okay, so eight and a half, right? Yeah. They're, I'm going with over. Yeah, you're going with over. Okay. They're playing the AFC South easy which i think should be three wins right there yeah right they're playing they're in the afc north top division but i think they should go at least three and three yeah. in the division that's six wins right there right um odell beckham jr is really gonna help that team that's for sure their their rookie but, wide receiver they drafted is like killing it in preseason the only only issue with zay flowers is his name but yeah only issue with them is can they stay healthy yeah and right. we're basing it off health, and yeah, I know we're we're saying like. Or but I still, yeah, I agree with you. I still believe they're over five hundred team, so that is nine wins. I think they should be able to get nine wins. Yeah, I'm going with over. We don't have to go. With, we're because not gonna go. We're not gonna go standings prediction here. But I will not be surprised if this team wins the division as well. That's yeah, me personally. The, uh, the thing is this: like with the AFC, you could go nine and eight and miss the playoffs. Yeah. Right. We're you not. Mean, we're not making playoff predictions yeah, no, here. Right? I know, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, th- like there's that many good teams in the AFC exactly. where, like, you go nine and eight, 100%. ten and seven, and miss it. But like me personally, I don't. I think they're definitely over five hundred. That's for sure. And I think they could contend for the division if, as long as they're healthy. Yeah. But in this case, we're worried about the eight and a half. Easy over for me. All for right. Sure. Next up, Buffalo. Uh, they're set up as. They're one of the top ones. So then hold up. It is ten and a half. And they're tied with like Philly and Jacksonville for that ten and a half. So the, I'm going over. I think they'll get. 11. I feel like they're getting. I agree with, kind of a Buffalo behind the scenes say that because Aaron Rodgers is in New York is a lot of talk there, but people don't realize that continuation and chemistry is a thing. Now we get it. Stefan Diggs, early on, and like I think it was OTAs had some issues, and we don't know how much that's gonna stem over because. But then even when Stefan Diggs had issues with Mini, he didn't really fall off. Before yeah, they they still performed. Yeah, so at the end of the day, even if he has issues, he's still shown that he'll perform. And at ten and a half, what is their schedule looking like here? It is their division. Schedule. Tough division for sure. They're playing the best team. Okay, yeah, tough division, and you're playing the best team in each division. Vegas, they're playing NFC East. It looks like tough division again. Yeah, they're playing the NFC East. They're, which one? Someone kind of was NFC least, but they're not anymore. Um, they're playing the NF- AFC, uh, not South, uh, the West. They're playing the West, yeah. Because I see, because we're not playing them this year. So yeah, they're playing the West. Yeah, Denver. So that should be like an easy two and two sp- split. It could be even three, possibly. Three, possibly. Maybe but, even four. But two and two for sure. They could, they could even yeah, they, sleep. they have the Chiefs number in the regular season. Usually. They do have the Chiefs number in the regular and season. And we'll get to the Chiefs in a second. But yeah, at 10 and a half, I feel like they get disrespected. I think it's... 11 and what? Is it I 17? think it's 12. 11, think it's, so 11 and 6. Yeah, I'm going over. 
we're, we're not gonna get into the predictions right now but it's easy over for me yeah i think they're 11 12 win team at least so i'm going over as well yeah next up is carolina they're at seven and a half as well so they're tied with atlanta so uh, since i gave atlanta the over i'm giving carolina the under because like not every team will go up right like basic math yeah um, right because they're, they're in the same division as well i just feel like me personally like saints are just gonna wreck everyone in their division that like the other three teams are just balanced right under like a seven and that who's there? seven and ten record who are their um, toughest games you would say outside of the division outside the division is carolina has seattle detroit miami yeah i'm putting them under because i think atlanta's schedule is way easier for me jacksonville you can still go under and be like six it's not like you have to go over under for me i'm just saying i'm giving i'm going with under because i went over with atlanta i have yeah, to go no, under I, i'm going this. i'm putting them both under yeah that's fine like uh, seven and a half is i think, I think, they'll, I think they'll be six or seven i think they'll have the same record as atlanta yeah all right moving on it's uh chicago seven and a half as well so there's a lot of seven and a halves here this team i i won't be surprised if they take a jump i'm gonna go with over seven and a half i think they'll get eight wins What's their schedule? They got Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Kansas City. Um, they got Washington as well. Yeah, it's not a. They got Cleveland. Well, it's not a hard schedule. It's not. Yeah, it's definitely not. The, the big question mark is how are their old line gonna hold up with um Justin Fields? DJ Moore is a big ad. Is Chase Claypool gonna emerge as a number two again? And they have another receiver. Cole Komet is the Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney. Eight wins, I, I think. I think they could pull off eight from, wins. From two wins to eight wins, obviously we know it doesn't matter much about last year. I'm still gonna go with under, but barely. I'm gonna still stick with it. I'm gonna stick with the seven. I I personally believe they are a better team than uh, Carolina Atlanta, so I'm going with the over as well for that reason. Uh, but next up is Chicago, um, not Chicago, Cincinnati. Oh, they're at eleven and a half. They're over. You're going over. They're over. You're that much confident them over um of Baltimore. Huh? They added in Trent Brown. Yeah. They also added in Orlando. They, they took, Orla- you mean they Orlando took, Brown? Orlando Brown, yeah. yeah, yeah Orlando Brown. They, uh, they took the Chiefs' best O-lineman, one of the best O-linemen. The biggest question mark right now is we don't know if Joe Burrow is 100% playing week one. I know they said he's, right on, he's on track to play week one. And again, we're assuming he'll play. If that's the case, we're going to go off that report. Um, Orlando Brown's a big ad. I get it. And then obviously it's a big loss from there. I'm guessing they have a tough schedule. Cause with, obviously with they don't division. have a tough schedule, right? Division. And then you're playing the best teams, uh, for the other divisions as well. But I think, I think they'll get 12 wins, 11 wins at least. They're over 10 and a half. It's no, 10 and a half, right? 11 and a half. Oh, it's 11 and a half. Yeah. Ooh. I thought That's, it was 10 and a half. No, no, it's 11. For me, I'm, I'm going with the under at 11. I personally think... This is me personally, and I'm going to disclose this right now. I think Baltimore will finish higher than them. That's me personally. Okay. So that's where I'm going with that. Uh, I'll give them 12. You give them 12? Okay. Yeah, I'll go like, over I think it. they're going to win the division, and that, if that's the case, Baltimore has to be more than the, their wins. And yeah. I, and Cincinnati, for me, has to be 11 or 12 is still fine. Yeah. But I'm, no, still, I'm, I'm going with the over. Cincinnati, they're still dominant. Okay. Cleveland. Cleveland is at... Nine and a half. I'm going with under. I'm going under too. I think Deshaun Watson needs to prove it again. Yeah. And he had, did not do that last year at all. But they added Amari Cooper this year. They already had Amari Cooper last oh, year. Oh, sorry. Wrong year. They, who did, did they not add another wide receiver? I don't think so. 
Okay, then never mind. Uh, I'm I'm going with under too. I'm I'm sticking with the eight or nine. Yeah, and they're under. By the way, for those of you guys um watching at home or listening, um, comment your guys' predictions down below as well. Okay, Dallas. Dallas is at nine and a half, and I'm going under. That's my first hot take I have. I'm going, going under. under. Um, I'm going with the, they're going with eight or nine. Like I do not trust Mike McCarthy being their play holder. I'm sorry. That's where I'm going. Like, uh, yeah, I agree I, with I, def- They're going to be last year's version of the Jets and the Colts where defensively, they're fine. Like, I have no issues with them defensively. Micah Parsons might be defensive player of the year. They added Stephon Gilmore, and he had a solid year with the Colts last year. They have Trayvon Diggs. They have Trayvon Diggs, who's a DeMarcus terrific Lawrence. machine. DeMar- defensively, I have zero issues with them. But offensively, there's a lot of question, question marks. marks. And I know they added Brandon Cooks as well. And he is a 1,000-yard receiver wherever he goes. And he'll compliment C.D. Lamb well, Michael Gallup well. And I know they drafted a tight end, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they did, I think. Then, yeah, they lost Dalton Schultz, but I know they added a tight end in that sense. And their running game, we'll see what it is. Deuce Vaughn is killing it right yeah, now in preseason. But uh, is Tony Pollard, how healthy is he going to be? But I'm. this is where my hot take is, and you'll find out which team I'm going to put over in that division. But I am putting um, Dallas at nine wins, which is under, because I cannot trust Mike McCarthy. Calling okay, plays. That, that is a... That's my point. That is a good reason. I'll give you that much. Uh, yeah, they added a tight end in round two. Yeah, I think he was a solid guy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Luke Schoenmacher. Okay, never mind. I don't know if that's out with that one. But uh, yeah, that's that's my first hot take of this. Dallas, I like their wide receiver. Okay, defense, like you said, I agree with you. I like their defense. Dan Quinn doing yeah. freaking just revived their defense. I remember that one year they were completely garbage. Yeah. And then... Obviously, Parsons and Dan Quinn just turned that thing yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. Uh, wide receivers, I like that. Uh, O-line is old, but that's the only question mark I have from there and injury-wise because I think Zach Martin does get injured quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, running back is just, for me, it depends on Tony Ballard's health. But my biggest question mark is Dak Prescott. Exactly. My biggest question mark is what's Dak going to do and how is Mike McCarthy going to play call? At the end of the day, Kellen Moore was fine. He had his moments in the playoff games where he, he kind of would be like, what the hell are you doing there? But for the regular season, this is a reg- clearly a regular season thing we're talking about. I don't trust Mike McCarthy at the moment. I have to see it to believe it. Because when he was with Aaron Rodgers back then, has he really evolved? Right? Because he wants the control now. And maybe that could be a good thing. Maybe that could be a bad thing. But yeah, that's I'm going with the under again. Like I said, what's your prediction here? Nine and uh, a half. It's tough. It's very tough. I think, I think they play the NFC West as well. Yeah. So that's me. They should get two wins off of that. I think. I think they're still over. It's nine and a half. Yeah. So you're going ten. Yeah, I think they'll get ten. I, I think they're still a good enough team. That defense could carry. Defense could carry them to wins. For sure. Like, Prescott's gonna have his. I good still games. think they're over five hundred and nine though. Yeah, Prescott's. Prescott's gonna have his good games. Prescott will have his bad games, but. I think the defense will do enough in those bad games that it will get him to 10 wins. It's and if Prescott has a good game, they should win. Looking at their schedule, it is tough as hell. Like, their easiest opponent is Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, like everything else. Obviously, I know they should be favorites over some of these teams, but it's tough. And divisional games are always no, week tough. One, week one's going to be a fun one. Yeah, that's They're playing the Giants, right? Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, that's our first. My That's my hot take. Would you, would you think that was a hot take or no? Yeah, someone... 
Some people will be pissed. Dallas fans are going to be pissed. We know yeah. Dallas fans are everywhere. <laughs> people are oh, pissed. Speaking of Dallas, I forgot to shout them out when the, during the Trey Lance trade. I, uh, can you check the quarterback who played yesterday for them? For Dallas? Yeah. Um, the reason why I'm giving as much as I, you know, we, the reason why me and Joven really don't like Dallas as much is because they're talked about too much and it's coming from a Laker fan and it's also coming from Man United fans here. But um, the uh, Dallas is all like, Dallas's history is like from when we've been this watching football. Will Greer. Yeah. So, from what we've been watching is like they've been all hyped like the england soccer team or the toronto maple Leafs, right but the reason why it, that's the reason why i don't know why i'm stuttering so much i'm giving that guy a shout out you said say his name again will greer uh, and i'm giving dallas's franchise a shout out is because they are planning to release him but they're giving i don't know if you saw this story but they're planning to release him and but they wanted to let him let him play this last preseason game he balled out and to prove himself so other team could pick him up and clearly he balled out. He hit, he held okay, his end he of the bargain, and um, Dallas held, had, uh, held quick, his end of the bargain as well. Quick, so shout out to both Dallas and um, quick stat line. It's a twenty nine of thirty five. Yeah, solid completion percentage. Exactly. Three hundred five yards. Yep. Two touchdowns. Yep. One sack. Yep. Uh, I think it was two rushing touchdowns. Two well. rushing touchdowns. Yep. Hundred twenty two rating. Yep. QB rating, and uh, yeah, rushing yards were ten for fifty three yards, two touchdowns. 18 was the longest one, 5.3, which is, yeah. if you're over five as a running back, so, that's good. First off, like I said, shout out to Dallas for giving him the opportunity and for, the, uh, what's his name, sorry? Will, Will Greer. Greer. <laughs> yeah, uh, for not wasting that opportunity. So let's see if he gets picked up. It's a story I'm, I'm kind of intrigued about, though. No, that was, that was so, a great game. That was that a great, was I, great I understand game. it's preseason, but the whole point of these guys is to prove to, it could be a QB. Ah, he got an opportunity. Three. He took so, yeah. it. He definitely, yeah. definitely going to make some noise. All right. Denver. Denver. Eight and a half. I still think they're under. Yeah. I don't think they're good enough. I just do not think they're good enough. Or yet. is it okay? So you, you're fine with Sean Payton with that addition as a coach addition. But how much? I agree. You think you, you agree? I think with that. eventually, like they they go off like they'll start well. But I think I feel like it's gonna dry off a little I bit. I mean, you have the schedule, but I'm, I'm just talking. Is about. Russell Wilson last year's Russell Wilson, or is or Russell Wilson gonna be Seattle Russell Wilson under Sean Payton? That's, that's, the, biggest that's the biggest question mark. And they have injuries at receiver again. And I think there's a health concern with KJ Hamler, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, there is. And I think one of the guys tore something again. I forgot who it was. Tim Patrick? I think it was Tim Patrick, yeah. yeah. So Cortland Sutton's still there. Jerry Judy's still there. Injury-prone players. Yeah. And Jerry Judy hasn't lived Defensively, up to what he was. Defensively, Pat is arguably one of the top five corners in the league. Maybe in top three. Yeah. Defensively, I think they'll be okay. I know they lost Bradley Chubb. But offensively, Sean Payton is an offensive guy. If I'm not mistaken, how much is he gonna get the best out of Russell Wilson? That's the biggest question. That is mark. the biggest question. That's mark. the biggest question mark. And if you could get the best, then it's an over. But if Russell Wilson's gonna be this like at times in his own head diva mode at times that he kind of has been lately, which is what I've been hearing from Seahawks fans on like Halfon and Broff, like yeah, he's kind of like changed up ever since um, he won the Super Bowl and stuff. Then I'm going under. And what, what was it? What did I say again? Nine and a half. I'm going under. Or eight and a half, sorry. Eight, seven. I still think the Chargers are ahead of them. I think the Chargers are ahead of them. Chiefs are obviously ahead of them. Schedule is like, it's, yeah, right? It's like Vegas. You their got division's Washington. tough in general. Division's tough in general. Like, their first few games are tough. Yeah. Like, before their bye week, you got Vegas, Washington, Dolphins, Bears, Jets, Chiefs, Packers, Chiefs. It's, it's, it's a tough schedule at the beginning, for sure. They end off decent, though. I know. You know what the thing is? Russell Wilson always starts out strong. 
thinking that everyone's gonna be like, okay, this is MVP year. Always. Last year wasn't that case though. Obviously last year, but I'm like, he always starts off strong. We're like, okay, yo, this guy could win MVP, but he always falls off. Yeah. Every single time. I feel like that's gonna happen as a team for Denver. And I don't know how their old line is as well. And he, it's not like it's he's a, the same mobile quarterback. It's, it's, it's mid. Yeah, so he's not the same mobile it's quarterback a, he like wants. It's not the worst. But it's definitely like not were, the best. He has glimpses like the, the most boring game in probably NFL history, the Colts versus Broncos that we watched. He had moments there. He, he made plays to send that to overtime. Remember? Like, yeah, but, play? Then, but he then he also, also made the biggest he also mistake. Choked. He made the biggest mistake. Yeah. Um, I'm going under. I, I agree with you in this one. I, I do go under on this. All right, next up, Detroit. I think they were nine and a half. And that's scary for me to pick them as the over here. I'm going under and I'm sticking with nine. I'm going over and sticking with ten. Okay. So I think they're winning think the division. They're the best team in the division. I think they're winning the division. That's my... But do you... Okay, but that's your prediction. Yeah, but like... In order do you to genuinely believe that's the best team or do you still give Minnesota that edge? I mean, on paper, obviously, in based off last year's Minnesota, but I think Detroit will win the division and in order to win the division, I think you're going to have to get out 10 wins. Yeah, I think they'll be like eight or nine still. I think it'll be nine. I think they might win the division with nine, personally. You think so? They do have an easier schedule than Minnesota. We know that. Uh, they finished second or third? I think... Green Bay was... It was between them. I first. think they had like this... I forgot. Like, they had a similar record, right? Yeah. Green Bay and Detroit. But yeah, I mean, it's obviously, Chicago is fourth. I forgot. I generally don't remember. Okay, so I'm still going with the under at nine, though. I think it'll be over 500, and I think they could win the division at nine. With nine wins. I think I think they're going to need 10 to win, so I'm going with over. Okay. Packers. Um, Green Bay is at seven and a half, and I'm going to go under. I'm going under, too. Um, just known. Like, I don't expect Jordan Love. Like, I expect Jordan Love to have his moments, yeah. but I don't expect him to be, like, you know, insane. Yeah, and there's a, a lot of turnover there. Um, well, at least the good news with there is he is the guy. And maybe that's, that was another spot maybe Trey Lance could have went up, went to as well, but... He's the guy. Christian Watson had a decent year last year, but still rookie. Romeo Dobbs had a decent year last year, still a rookie. Is David Bakhtiari going to be healthy? How's that old line going to hold up for him? And yeah, for me, I'm still going with, I think they're the worst team in that division. I agree. I, I'm going to go under because of that reason as well. Yeah. Houston. Oh yeah, they were five and a half. So They're under. You're going under? Or do you think, how do you power rank the AFC South right now? It's like, it's Jacksonville. Head. It's a, uh, Tennessee, and then it's Indian Houston. Like they're just together, in my opinion. But <laughs> like, like, if you would like, if pick who will finish higher than one on another, uh, I think Indy could end up edge out by one win. But I just genuinely think I, I'm, I, they're together. I just genuinely think they're together. I yeah. So five. I'm going under. I'm going with the five wins. Yeah. But I think they're slightly better than Indy, in a sense that they have more continuation, in my opinion. I know they have a new coach. I know D'Amico Ryan is there's a new coach. But the San Francisco, I see how overrated the term I is. I think, okay, here's my thing. I think Indy has a better defense, but I think Houston has a better offense. Yeah, like I trust CJ Stroud right now more than Anthony Richardson. Yeah, that's true. Damian Paris had a great rookie year. Yeah. They added Robert Woods, and they have a um, couple of stud receivers, right? If I'm not, they're bringing back Nico John Collins. Mechie. John, John Mechie is going to make his debut He's this back. season. Yeah. And then the guy Tank Dell. Or his name is? Yeah, Tank Dell, they drafted he, as well. Yeah, so in that sense, I trust... And you added Singletary. I'm and still going under at the end of the day. You added Singletary and Dalton Schultz as well. Yeah, so I think he has... And then it's I, still under, but... I still trust CJ Stroud more I than just, Anthony Richardson in that sense. But yeah, it's still under for me. I think, you know, like, 
like I said, I think their Indy's defense is better, but Houston's offense is better. Yeah. But I think you know when they're matching up each other. Yeah. Like in out of those four things, Indy's defense is the best unit. But you you know who the biggest winner of this is? Arizona. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Arizona could potentially get the top five picks, top two of the top five picks this, in this year's draft. So that that'll be insane to see. Yeah. But speaking of Indy's, they're next. Six and a half. It's probably under. If we're it's saying under. they're neck and neck, it's they gotta under. be under. It's right? under. So, yeah. um, I mean, I have hope. Don't be wrong. Like, how much will okay? So how much? Because how much? Okay, we gotta make, make gotta make this case. Is Jonathan Taylor playing? Are they a six win team or, or sorry, a seven win team with Jonathan Taylor? Mm, they're still under, I think. Okay, so fair. Uh, uh, they're under. I could no. see Indy's in that spot where like, okay, I don't expect Anthony Richardson to go crazy. But if he does, they're they could win the division. They could win the division. But. With JT, though. I'm going to put that caveat there. Yeah, with JT. And the other big question mark on that offensive side is the D, uh, the O-line. There's actually two. There's the, there's, that, there's many questions, right? Okay, One but, question, JT but question. But for me, for, for me <laughs> is the O-line only because JT yeah, yeah. can still steal you a game like he has. If he's yeah, yeah, no, but like, okay, it's JT's a question mark, 100%, and it's not because of ability. Richardson, because if he's gonna, yeah, Richardson's a question or mark. Or Obviously, he's a rookie quarterback. Yeah. O-line, shit year last year, definitely a question mark. Uh, question mark because go get Dalton can, Rizmi. can they get uh can they bounce back yeah wide receivers are a question mark as well because yeah. in the preseason there hasn't been enough separation for Richardson to throw to yeah. right and a uh, few dropped passes Alec Pierce Josh Downs have dropped some key passes and uh and if if Pittman could like you know Do get back to year two even Pittman. defensively it's their secondary is a huge question mark yeah, that's true. Because well. we lost Stefan Gilmer, we lost Ronnie McLeod, who had stud years for us. And obviously, Isaiah Rogers is gone. We know why. Gambling, right? Question is on the secondary how is Gus Bradley going to get the best out of Dallas Flowers? Daryl Baker is Juju, uh, Juju Brandt, healthy. Darius Rush. He got hurt again. Yeah, Darius um, Rush. Darius Ross, Shaq Leonard is—is is he gonna play the most? The interior season? is fine. Like linebackers and D yeah. line is fine. Obviously, it's for me, it's the secondary question. Especially D tackles. Julian Blackman will be back, and let's see how he does. Like if Cody Pay is healthy, he's gonna pop off this. Yeah, like because him he and was Dio as well. I heard that crazy. Yeah, da- Dio Dangbo. So as well. the D line, I have no problem with the secondary, but yeah, I'm. I'm Maybe overall, you... we don't know what's happening with JT. We're not gonna try to drag out the Colts here, but I'm, I'm gonna say they're under Jacksonville. Uh, I'm going with the over because that division is so weak. Even what is what, it? Ten and a half. Yeah, they're over. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're going to get over. I think they're over. They should go 6-0 and oh like, in the division. Trevor Lawrence, I'm not disclosing who my MVP is, but Trevor Lawrence might be on my short list for MVP this year. Yeah, he's like uh, the dark horse MVP. And then guess what? Calvin Ridley. Oh, yeah, that's true. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley to that offense with Doug Peterson will help Tre- Trevor Lawrence get an MVP. And it's also going to help Christian Kirk. And if Ka- Christian Kirk had that good of a year without Calvin Ridley, exactly. imagine how much space and then they had. And uh, Evan Ingram had a decent yeah, year Evan- Calvin Ridley, here's the thing. He wants some vengeance because he's probably slept on now and forgotten about. He could potentially be an early... I'm not saying he's a favorite. I'm saying a candidate for Opoy, Offensive player of the year as well. Like, I will not be surprised. Comeback player of the year. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't know if suspension is considered a comeback player of the year. <laughs> it's a comeback, yeah. But yeah, like, <laughs> I, I will not be surprised if that's the case. All right. Yeah, that's true. Calvin Ridley is gonna be Jackson. Like, I, I, I hate that they're in a division because you know I'm a huge Trevor Lawrence fan, bro. They're like, I love Ridley. I like Lawrence. Yeah, right. Like, they're good players and like, but they're in a division, so I have to hate them. Yeah, <laughs> I have to hate on them. I don't hate them as much as the other two teams. Yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing like Jacksonville win because they haven't won much. But yeah. all right, Chiefs. Are you gonna just go with the over because it's eleven and a half? 
I'm still going. I think they're going to win the division. There's a lot of question marks right still, now. but the, Chris Jones not That's the biggest question. Mark. If he's not there, I might go with the under. Are you going under? Okay, even if you go with the under, can the Chargers overtake him and win the division if Chris Jones is not playing? I think the Chargers' biggest question mark is coaching. Right. Yeah. You would agree with that. Yeah, which will it's probably next, isn't it? No. Kato. Soon. Oh, okay. but, but yeah, um, it is tough, right? But Chris Jones, after Mahomes and Kelsey, it's if Chris Jones is not there, they're screwed. Obviously, Mahomes and Kelsey, if they're not there, like they're they're, they're, they're one and two, right? Yeah, no, we're, they're but, there. We know they're there. But Chris Jones is the third player. Yeah. Chris Jones is the third player. But Spe- those three players have to play for sure. Like I, I agree with you on there. Spagnuolo is a great DC, right? But like you said, he he's also a great DC because he had Chris Jones all those years. Offensively, I'm looking at it as well, and I know they'll they figure it out. People questioned them last year because Tyreek Hill was gone, and look what they did. They dominated, won the Super Bowl. Mahomes was MVP, MVP, yeah. and Super Bowl MVP. And so, but the question mark is: last year they had Juju, they don't have Juju anymore. Kadarius Tony is he a wide receiver wise? I know their number one receiver is Travis Kelsey. Is he a number one receiver? Um, their backs aren't like the elitist backs, but we they've proven they, they could they, win. They did like, it, yeah, Pacheco. last year, yeah. The other question mark for me is Justin Ross, the uh, the wide receiver, the undrafted wide receiver out of Clemson. You remember watching him early Trevor Lawrence days. After that, he was injured. That guy's killing preseason right now, but he's also a very injury prone player. Justin Ross is the X factor in that offense, and Sky Moore. We'll see how much he has to go on, but they don't have like that veteran. Uh, receiver there's no veteran receiver yeah that's the biggest question mark there and no, I, thought, I don't think i really thought d hop would have went there because of that because he would have complimented kelsey well i don't but i can't i can't not doubt patrick mahomes yeah, yeah. Travis kelsey, offensively i think they're still fine only question mark for me offensively is how are you gonna like is how much how much impact did orlando brown have on your team because yeah, he's okay, not there yeah. anymore that's my only question mark for offense weapon wise they'll figure it out andy reed will figure it out and then you have kelsey Okay, so 11 and a half. Are you going over and under? Or under? I'm going over. We're assuming Chris Jones is not playing in this because literally he has, he's been holding out. So we have to assume he's not playing. I'm going over. I still give. I think they'll... Like barely over, I guess? Yeah, 12 and 13. 12, I think they'll get it. Okay. I think they'll get 12. Okay. Uh, Vegas. Vegas, Vegas is at 7 and a half. Are they better than the Broncos? Were also uh, Broncos were where, where again? What was Broncos line again? I know you said under, but it was it was eight and a half. I think Vegas is under. I think Denver is gonna be a better team this year. Seven and a half. They're playing the Chiefs, who they get wrecked against anyways. They're playing the Chargers, who they usually split. But guess what? They don't have Derek Carr anymore. We don't know how Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna be. Here's the thing: Jimmy Garoppolo is good, but good with Kyle Shanahan. Exactly. There's no Kyle Shanahan anymore. No, it's, he did reunite with Josh McDaniels, to be fair. And he was decent with Josh McDaniels. The two and the Patriots, right? Yeah. The two couple of games he did play when but, Brady was suspended. Yeah, but overall, like, as a head coach, do you trust Josh McDaniels no, still? No, I do not either. I do not trust Josh McDaniels. Right. There's a question mark right Jacobs there. Jacobs is back, which we mentioned earlier. O-line isn't the greatest either. Uh, um, they, yeah. they got rid of Darren Waller. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going on. You said that. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah under. Darren uh, Waller's on a vengeance tour in New York right now, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, did you hear the thing where like Darren Waller and then Kelsey Plum, Vegas, 
Aces player. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> they got married, but then Waller got traded yeah. to New York now. <laughs> so that's a funny story there. But the next up is Rams. Seven and a half. This is a tough one for me because is Matthew Stafford healthy? If Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup are healthy, and I know they lost Jalen Ramsey, and I know they lost all these other pieces uh, on the defensive side as well. Sean McGway on the offensive side, I trust. I still do, right? If Stafford and Cooper Cup are healthy, seven and a half, I'm not, like, I know I have a buddy who's a Seahawk fan. He's going to hate me when I say this. I won't be surprised if the Rams challenge for a second. I, don't, I, I think San Francisco's clearly first in that division, and I clearly think Arizona is the worst in that division. But I will not be surprised if the Rams finish ahead of Seattle. I will be. You know why? I trust Matthew Stafford. Yeah. I do not trust Matthew Stafford behind that O-line. Fair. He got that's Fair. how he got injured. He was getting cranked last year. Bro. So you're going under, I'm assuming. I'm going under. But he was getting absolutely destroyed. And now you have a worse defense than last year. Yeah. Because you got rid of Jalen Ramsey. And uh Cooper Cup had injuries last year as well. Like I still think Cooper Cup will do Cooper Cup things. But you're not gonna get the ball as much if Matthew Stafford's on the ground. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why he got injured. I, yeah. I get it. Seven and a half. It's not like Matthew Stafford's mo- like Do I mobile, trust Seattle right? more? They're at eight and a half, just foreshadowing right now. Uh, seven and Rams a half. are under for me. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll give them the over at eight. All right, I'll give them the over at eight. Chargers, they're at n- nine and a half. Uh, I still think I think they're a ten win team. I think they're. I, see them I think a they're a ten win team. You I think give them Kellen Moore, so they they have a better offensive weapon, or offensive mind coach. I think uh, in order to make the playoffs, which I think they will, wild card. You got to have at least 10 wins, which I think they will have. I'll, I'm going over. You're going over. And here's another thing. Austin Eckler is on a revenge, probably on a, not a revenge tour. He's there. I mean, revenge in a sense that they didn't pay him and he didn't get traded. He's going to show he's all the running backs. Even if Jonathan Taylor comes back to the yeah, Colts, every running back playing Saquon, Josh Jacobs, is going to show, try to show their worth. And Austin Eckler is capable of that because Justin Herbert's that good of a quarterback with Cooper Cup and Mike Williams and Gerald Everett as weapons. Austin Eckler, he's shown that he's a touchdown machine as well. And the, that factor alone as well, I'm giving uh, Chargers the over. Yeah, I think as long as last year, I think Rashawn Slater got injured as well. Yeah, So that's and J.C. Jackson's back. He was injured, but J.C. Jackson also had it down here himself as I'm well. Saying, hey, like when he played, he was struggled. Yeah. But, but if, he was if JC ja- that year. If JC Jackson is back to his level, yeah. that defense... You were a huge fan of him, I remember. Yeah, I was. Fan. Uh, but I guess but it was, it's still it was, Bel- it was a Belichick defense. You still have Derwin James. You have um, uh, Joey Bosa. Bosa. You still have like all these other... Slash and Joseph Day. Cleo Mack. Cleo Mack is still there, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, I Staley... The biggest question mark is Staley. Biggest question mark is Staley. At the end of the day, it's Staley. I, I trust Kellen Moore with that offense in the regular season. And then JC Jackson, can you just prove it wasn't Belichick? Yeah. Bill Belichick. And uh, offensively, question mark for me is and, wide receiver health. And Staley, stop going for fourth down every damn play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah. I'm going over though. I think I, I'm, I'm, I'll go I'm a over. fan of Justin Herbert. I've been a fan of Justin Herbert and I'm still sticking by that. Yeah, I'll go over. Uh, Miami. Um, where the hell are you guys? Uh, my, oh, my. they're nine and a half. Are they the biggest question mark here? Is are they the second best team in that division? Because we, we don't even know. We've, we've given okay, Buffalo like, their thing. Obviously, we've given Buffalo their thing, but there is genuine question mark that they could be the best. 
Yeah, you know, right? for sure. But the reason why we gave Buffalo the edge was the conti- continuity of that team. I I think they are. The second. Buffalo? No, oh, Miami. Miami. Okay, if hypothetical, we're not going to include this in our prediction. JT is a Miami Dolphin by the end of by the start of the season. Are they the best team? Yeah. Okay, so this is before JT trade. Just okay, you, you, okay. So you got Bradley Chubb from Week One. You got Jalen Ramsey. He's injured. He might be out. Oh yeah. He might be out. But yeah, yeah. They still have Byron Jones there, I believe. Is no, wait, no, no, no. Byron Jones is gone. Yeah, Byron yeah, Jones got released Xavier because Howard. Of that. I'm Xavier Howard is still there. Uh, uh, they got a uh, Javon Canadian, Holland yeah. Canadian. Um, Canadian Javon Holland is solid. There. Solid. Um, they have another guy that I forgot. But on the defensively, I don't think I have an issue with them defensively. No. Mike Daniel had a great year offensively as a coach last year. Rookie coach as well. Rookie coach with what? When Tua was injured, you went with Skyler Morris. Skyler, Skyler Thompson. Skyler Thompson. You had a. He gave Buffalo a run of their money in the playoffs. He did. He so, did. So, if the biggest question mark is Tua. Health, yeah. That's Tua's it. Health. The biggest question mark is Tua's health. And if he's not healthy this year, this team isn't the second best team in that division. They could still be arguably better than the Patriots if you wanted them to be. And what did I say it was? Nine and a half. If we're giving Buffalo that big of an edge, I'm giving, and you said 10 to win the division, I have to go over. I'm going over. Sorry, not 10 to the division, 10 to be a wildcard team even. I, yeah, yeah, I'm going over, over because I feel like, it's like, for me, it's like the Chargers type of thing. Exactly. Like they're, they're in the same boat in my opinion. Uh, Mike McDaniel's a great offensive mind and he has improved. He wasn't like Nathaniel Hackett. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, it was all Shanahan and no um, Hackett or sorry. LaFleur. Uh, sorry, no, I'm talking uh, McDaniel. Whereas, oh, yeah, yeah. whereas it was all LaFleur and kind of no Hackett at that point. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going with the over on that one. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota's an eight and a half. They're an over 500 team. Yeah, they they did did lose they did have to like cut a few Dalvin pieces. Cook. Dalvin Cook. Um, Are you gonna trust Kirk Cousins to have that type of year again? That's that's the thing, right? Last year, I of mean, his expect contract, if, huh? Last year of his contract, I believe. I think Kirk Cousins will do what he did last year, which I think. The question mark here is: Are they under five hundred or over five hundred team? And I did say, I could. I believe they win. Uh, what's it called? Detroit wins the division at nine and eight. I did say that, but I believe they could be tied, and the tiebreaker favors Detroit. Detroit, right? But it could also favor Vikings. But I think Vikings are over five. What did you say team. for the Bears again? They were at seven and a half. You said they were an eight win team. No. Uh, or did you go lower? Did I go? I don't even remember what I said for the Bears. <laughs> it's been a while, but did I? I think I went lower. I hope I went lower. I guess. Uh, eight, I think there's still a f- with Justin Jefferson. And they have uh, Jordan Addison. It was eight and a half for Bears? Seven and a half. I think I went eight for the Bears. Yeah, so if th- th- that's the case, someone has to drop. And I know you said Green Bay is an under. Yeah, Green Bay is under. you said Detroit's a 10-win team. What's Minnesota's schedule like? It's going to be tough. You start off Tampa team. Bay, you got Philly, you got Chargers, you got... So you got the Tam- yeah, NFC South, and you got the... Uh, AFC West, so Chiefs division and the Buccaneers division. That division's ass. The, the NFC South. NFC South. Th- Both the South divisions are the worst divisions. Yeah, the and NFC North is not great. Great. That great. Yeah. I'm gonna give them the nine and eight as well. I'm gonna. I'm, 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 we're not making our predictions. I, I didn't say Detroit will be my yeah, group yeah. winner or a division winner. So I'm still giving them the over. I'll, I give, I'll them, the give over. them the nine and eight. I give them nine. I think they're over five hundred. Patriots. Um. Seven and a half. 
they're gonna be under. Yeah, to I'm, me, giving, I'm giving them seven. They're, to me, they're clearly the worst team in our division. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is nothing much to say. Nothing much to say, right? Like the other three are just Mac stacked. Jones is the question mark there. Yeah, they're gonna have quarterback. They, but huh? the difference now is they have an OC. It's Bill yeah, O'Brien, right. and he, he's proven as a coach he's not bad. Yeah, as, as a, a coach. GM he's horrendous. Yeah, yeah. But as a coach, he's proven he's pretty he's good, decent. Yeah. I mean, Houston made, didn't make the playoffs. It was the playoffs as There's the other question mark. There was a report saying that, is it Bailey Zappi's team <laughs> or is it Mac Jones' team? So that's where the question mark is. They added Juju. Um, they had decent runnings. In, uh, uh, they're they're going to have a good running game, no matter who their running yeah. back is. But, At yeah. seven and a half, though, I'll, yeah, I'll give them seven. I still I think, think that's that division is still decent enough that they will give. It's a Bill Belichick team. That defense is going to be insane in general, whoever's on that side of the ball they will steal some games for sure now are they gonna do what they did against the vegas raiders last year and give chandler jones a here you go yeah, uh, right, yeah. Uh, touch on i remember that day i was shoveling the snow and i know you went to pick up food yeah i remember and, that day uh, i'm shoveling the snow in december and i'm here listening on my headphones and i'm like what the hell just happened and me and my buddy were texting each other we're like what the hell did we just witness and i'm standing yeah. there with gloves my hand freezing and i'm like looking at my phone and i'm like that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. That life. was the worst play of the year, bro. That like, was the worst play of the I year. I guess the worst play might have been um, uh, Kellen Moore's play call in the, in the playoff. But in the regular season, that, yeah. that, that was funniest. Yeah. I would say that was funny. But yeah, um, you can't count them out, but I'm still getting them the under. I think the other teams are way, way better. Yeah, Saints. Nine and a half. And I think they'll win the division. I and think I'm going to give them... I'm going to give them over. I'll give them the 10. I'll give them I'll 10 give them either. The I'm giving them the 10. I think they could sweep the division. It won't, it won't be surprising, yeah, for sure. But they always find a way to lose to like Carolina, I think, or, or what, they always find a way to split th- those games. some games, right? Yeah, yeah. Giants. Um, uh, eight and a half, and this is my over. This is oh, okay. Yeah, this is my over. This is where I'm saying it right now, and I'm gonna say it again during the playoffs unless something miraculously changes. You mean the like? Sorry, uh, when we do our predictions for the for where the standings are, the New York Giants. That New York football giants are going to be the second best team in that division. They will finish ahead of the Dallas Cowboys. And what their thing was at eight and a half, they will be a 10 win team. I'm, this is my Arizona take, like I mentioned earlier with Isaiah Simmons thing. I think them adding Darren Waller will help guys like um, who's on the receiving end. I know they have Jalen Hyatt for speed, but. Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton. A guy like Darren Waller will help Darius Slayton. Saquon is going to be on vengeance. As long as he's healthy, that's the biggest question mark. That helped Daniel Jones as well. Brian Dable, I trust. Wink Martindale, I trust. New York Giants are going to be in the playoffs this year again, and they will be a tough team. Like, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl or anything, but I'm thinking they'll be the tough team. And that's where my this is where my hot take completes. Dallas will finish below New York. Okay, I'm so going with that. I I think there is eight and a half, right? Yeah, it's yeah, easy over. It's <laughs> easy over. That is over for sure. Uh, it'll be disappointing if they go under, but yeah, you know me. I was when they hired Brian Dable. I was like, okay, this team is gonna be good this year. Yeah, right. Um, that was like one. I was like, Daniel Jones was like year one, year two. Josh Allen and Brian Dable did good with him. Obviously, healthy Saquon helps as well. Yeah. So you adding in Darren Waller, I still have question marks in the wide receiver group, 
right? I still yeah. think you need. I, I just believe adding Darren Waller helps. Like, like they're not the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs yeah. with Mahomes and Kelsey they can survive with a shit wide receiver yeah, group. Because they have Mahomes and <laughs> Mahomes Jones is not Mahomes. Jones is not Mahomes. I just have that, you know how you have that feeling, that urge? Like, yeah. This is not, I, I don't know how much of a hot take this is. This is because I know Dallas's defense is probably the best in the league, arguably top five in the league, right? But the Giants added Isaiah Simmons and Bobby Okereke. They added a speed demon in Paris Campbell, and we've he had a breakout year last year in For his in his Colts, yeah. And you're pairing him up with Brian Dable, right? And Brian Dable was the play caller in Buffalo. It wasn't Sean McDermott because yeah, was it was it was Brian Dable. So. I, I'm going with it. Like that's I just have once I saw that Isaiah Simmons thing that it triggered me the Arizona all those years ago. It's triggered me again. I think this team. I'm not saying they're winning the division. I still think Philly's far ahead, better than them. But they are. They will be ahead of okay, Dallas. So the formula is wherever Isaiah Simmons goes, you think that team's gonna win. Please go to the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets. And no, that's not the reason why. I just feel like yeah, yeah, I know. Wake Martin. They added even if yeah, obviously that put it over the top for me. Even before the Isaiah Simmons trade, I was think I had that feeling. Yeah, the well. feeling. Yeah, but Jets now. Wait, you you said over, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I won't ask you if you're finishing. I just wanted to disc- Jets. disclose that Jets, nine and a half. And if to your reference, Miami was also nine and a half, and he said over. For, we both said over for Miami. I mean, we're not predicting right stuff. We're not predicting the division. Yeah, we're not predicting anything like standing wise. So if I'm just looking Jets at nine and a half, I think. They're over. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Nathaniel Hackett's back. He's the play caller again, right? Because Robert Sala's the defensive guy. But they, they Hackett's were, with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no, that's what I'm, I'm going to get there. <laughs> that's the thing. The difference now is the O-line. Makai Becton won the right tackle spot, and he apparently did well. And it depends on if he's healthy. Defensively, they had no issues, right? They don't. They added more pieces, if anything, this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they probably did, right? Um, uh, like Sauce Garner, Sauce Garner, still a stud. Um, Quentin Williams got paid, so he's probably yeah. happy now. His That's brother's the, there, Quincy Williams. Um, I want to take a look at that Jets defense again. Yeah, look at the defense. But I'll talk I about the offense. Double. I'll go in the offense quickly here. Aaron Rodgers makes that team better for sure. Hundred percent. Don't get me wrong. The question mark will be who was the quarterback last year? Like they went from that Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, and uh, Mitch White. No, not Mitch White. What's his name? Mike White. Mike White. Mitch White. <laughs> Mitch White is a baseball player. Yeah. Um, Mike White, and they were solid. Remember, they were like playing for Mike. And yeah, hey, if Aaron needs to sit out a game, Zach Wilson has proven that he could, he's a capable backup as well, so there's no issue there. You add Dalvin Cook. You're bringing back Brees Hall from injury. Is he ready for week one? Do you know or no? Brees Hall? Yeah. Was it an Achilles or an ACL? It was yeah, it was one of those two. He might be back for week yeah. one, so you have a two-headed monster at running back. They they look like the most complete team in that in that conference. Even the biggest question mark is the chemistry. Yeah, right. Be- right, because they even the receivers, Alan Lazard already knows him. But Alan Lazard is, is also- Garrett Wilson and him going to be the same thing? Yeah, Alan and Lo- I believe that, and I think they'll be over. Alan Lazard, Alan Lazard is also injury prone <laughs> as yeah. well. I'm thinking but they're going over. Yeah, the defense. I'm just quickly going to say like people that like you know I think they're solid. Obviously, you said Quentin Williams, Carl Lawson, Will McDonald is who they drafted. Um, John Franklin Myers is also a solid guy. Jermaine Johnson, as well. Uh, linebackers. Yes. CJ Mosley. That's the guy I was thinking of. Quincy Williams. 
right? So I think they're, yeah, that's probably the weak point. And they have Robert Sala coaching. I mean, we yeah, saw Robert, Robert Sala, Sala yeah. did in San Francisco, and there was nothing. There was nothing wrong on the defensive side last year. Secondary, they got Adrian Amos. They have Michael Carter, who I think there was last year's draft pick. Right, I'm not sure. Or two years ago, I don't know. Sauce Gardner, obviously. Uh, DJ Reed, Jordan Whitehead from uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, one of the safeties. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, I'm uh, going, they're solid. <laughs> I'm going over this. This dumb versus Miami is going to be the uh, toughest prediction to make and the funnest thing to watch. Yeah, that's just, true. Just watching them play every week, and then even though they won't be playing each other. Are they? How are they going to be like scoreboard watching each other? Yeah, it's right. Gonna it's going to be neck and neck tight. Even with Buffalo, even with, even, even with Buffalo, even yeah, with you're Buffalo. right. Even with Buffalo, but those two specifically, um, Miami and New York, because they added. Um, the reason why I'm giving Miami the slight edge only because of the continuity. That's it. Main. That's the main reason for me. Yeah. But I still think they're both playoff teams at the end of the year. Yeah, Philly. At the end of the day, sorry. Eagles. Uh, whatever it is, it's over. <laughs> Unless it's like 19 and 0 or 17 and 0. Yeah. But it's um, 10 and a half. Over, they should be in. They should be in the eleven and a half category. Over, for sure. over. They're easily the best team in. Yeah, I mean, only thing with them is the like, only team competing with them is San Francisco, and San Francisco still has some question marks in my opinion. Yeah, uh, and then compared uh, to Philly. Yeah, Philly did lose. I, Philly has question marks because they coaching, lost, coaching. Yeah, they lost both coordinators. Obviously, the Colts got Shane Steichen, and we'll see how big of a loss it is because there's a reason why Jalen Hurts took a jump, and it was Steichen's play calling. Yeah. Is Sirianni the play caller, or is it is he still the guy he promoted within? Is he the play caller? We'll find out. Jalen Hurts, well, I b- fully believe he'll be fine. I'm not saying he's enough to have a fall off, but it, it's going to be something to watch out for. Defensively, same thing. They lost a guy to San Francisco, but they added back other pieces as well. Surprised the draft, like, well, obviously. Just look at the draft. Yeah, like the other guy. What's his name? The Georgia guy who fell? Jalen uh, Jalen Carter. Jaylen Carter. Is having a monster preseason. Yeah, he's on Davis. a vengeance too, and yeah, he, yeah. the reason why he fell wasn't because of his ability; it was because of legal issues. Yeah, and on top of that, the, you already have Jordan Davis. You literally have Georgia. Yeah, Fletcher group Cox. There. You have Hassan Reddick. Exactly. You have Darius. Defensively, you have no issues. You still have a decent. They Darius lost. Slade, James Bradbury. Yeah, they lost the guy to Detroit. Who was that? Oh yeah, that was a big loss. Uh, CJ Gardner Johnson. That was a big loss. So that's a big loss there, but I think they'll be fine. Like I'm surprised they let go of Miles Jack, but at the same time, whatever. Yeah, right? they're, they're fine. Uh, offensively, the biggest question oh, mark. Oh, still going. <laughs> oh yeah, the offensively for me is just like the biggest question mark will be Jalen Hurts. That's it, and then the nah, play calling. They'll, they'll be fine. Play calling boys. That's the, all. That's the, that's what I'm gonna keep an eye out for. Yeah. All right. It's over. Pittsburgh. <laughs> like I'm telling, like both of ours is over. Oh yeah. 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 Pittsburgh eight and a half. It's over. I need to see them. It's one of those things where they're never under 500. Okay, yeah. If eight and a half means it's (laughs) under 500, I'm going to go even, unless they go eight, eight and one. We're not going to go with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going nine wins. I don't care. (laughs) I've never seen it. Mike Tomlin should be the Hall of Fame right now for what he's done (laughs) with with Belichick. Just put them in together today if if they were allowed to do that. But... Pittsburgh might finish last in the division. That's they. But they might finish last with nine and eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I will not be surprised. Like that's what. It, like it was dumb in Cleveland fighting. But Cleveland ended up obviously doing worse. But even with the times they did finish last was like eight eight and one. 
That one year. Yeah, they'll find a way to be 500. Yeah, they'll so, find a way to be 500. I have to see it to believe it. Yeah, that, that's the <laughs> that's it. Is. There's no curse or anything, but there's some things you gotta see. Well, it doesn't believe. matter about the players or nothing. Doesn't, I don't care they who just, the quarterback <laughs> is. I don't care if Kenny Pickett throws 30 picks in this first. They'll, they'll find a way to get. Games. They'll, they'll find, find a, way. a way to get over 500. Yeah, they did it when they had Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges as a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. All right, George Pickens and Kenny Pickett are an upgrade from that. <laughs> so yeah, and Najee as well. From the, yeah, that yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, San Fran. So over, by the way, just to make that clear. San Fran. So they're, so they're the one team that was higher than Philly on this. So they're projecting 11 and a half wins. They're over. They're over. They're clearly the I'm best. But I'm putting Philly ahead of them still. Okay. Their question mark that's, is that's Brock Purdy. Hey, no predictions. Okay. Oh, Niners, <laughs> Niners and the line. It's over. Oh, it's over. And the biggest, the biggest question mark for me, it's going to be Brock, yeah, it's Purdy Brock Purdy. And Sam Darnold and whoever the third QB is going to be. Yeah. Because they... If I were done, they should have just kept Trey Lance. I mean, they got a fourth-round pick. I think at this rate, Trey Lance would have wanted out. Yeah, yeah. He requested a trade. Yeah, so oh, it makes sense. Yeah. But whoever the third quarterback is, bring one in because you need it for the playoffs. Yeah, you probably <laughs> that's will, it. right? That's all I got to say. But, yeah, uh, over. Easy over. Over, that's easy. Seattle. Eight and a half, as I mentioned earlier. And they're, this one I'm more concerned in terms of... Because Jalen Hurts had the potential. Geno Smith had a comeback. Is he going to repeat that comeback? And I'm going to f- say yes. So I'm putting them at nine wins. Because I gave the Rams eight wins, right? So I'm giving them nine wins at least. And the reason is, I know he's, I think he just got injured. I don't know if he's going to be back for week one. Jackson Smith and Nick Jigba is killing it there. Yeah. They're only, they're, the Seattle concerns are their injuries at running back right now. Like Kenneth Walker is hurt. I don't even know who they drafted. I don't know if he's hurt or not. But like they're, they have, that's where they're always cursed after, after, uh, after Marshawn Lynch left. Chris Carson injured, retired, I believe. And they lost Rashad Penny, right? So their biggest question mark is the running back. But in terms of defensively, I think it will be fine. Devon Witherspoon, we'll see how he does. They took him high. Um, their D-line was solid last year. But the biggest question mark for me is going to be Geno Smith. And is he going to repeat what he did? Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think they're a playoff team, and in order to be a playoff team, I think it's eight and a half, right? Yeah. Yeah, that I think you're going to have to be over 500. Over 500. You're going to have to be over 500. They're clearly second best in the division, in my opinion. Yeah, in your opinion. And uh, yeah, Geno Smith is a question mark, but a good solution for that is putting Pete Carroll in that quarterback. <laughs> you saw that clip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that was funny. I saw that. <laughs> but no, and also big thing, they brought back Bobby Wagner. So they brought back their leader and the guy who still did, who was probably the Rams' best player last year. I don't know how much Aaron Donald played. I think he was hurt a little bit. But for, for the most part, Bobby Wagner was not the problem at LA last year. So yeah, that's clear. He's coming back. He's coming back to a system he probably already knows. Is that leader is arguably their top player of all time. Arguably. I don't know the history of Seattle like that. But... And uh, yeah, and he's still gonna do Bobby Wagner things. Yeah, he'll play sideline to sideline and everything. Buccaneers, um, six and a half, and I think I'm going under. I'm going under. Baker uh, had a pretty decent preseason, from what I saw. He won the job, had a decent preseason, but it's not enough. It's not enough. Uh, Baker, I want to have faith in him. I'm not rooting for his downfall or anything. I just need, if he could, he has Mike Evans, he has Chris Godwin, right? He has, I don't know if he still has Cameron Bray, actually, but um, 
OJ Howard's gone too, right? I think he's in. Yeah, OJ Howard's gone. Yeah, so but they just lost Ryan Jensen, for the year. Yeah, that's gonna be big. So, that's a big loss, right there. Yes, that division's weak, and I won't be surprised if Tampa Baker does some like comes out of nowhere. I'll, I'll be surprised if he comes out of nowhere, but I won't be surprised if he was like favorable, right? How their schedule's probably easy. Were they like the worst team? No, they weren't the worst team. They won the division. Tampa. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Brady was still. Yeah. I messed up. Sorry. Brady retired this year. I forgot. Yeah. Um. Even though they but won. there was they were eight and nine. They were eight and nine. They were eight they and won nine. The division. Though. They won the division. So that's, yeah, under. Just that's under. literally you said that it's under. <laughs> uh. All right. Penultimate team, Titans. Fuck! I closed it down. I was just thinking what it was. I thought I saw it. I think it was seven and a half. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, seven and a half. I think they could. I think they're over. Like, are you saying over five hundred, or are you saying like eight? No, I'm over the line. No, but uh, like, if you were to pick eight or nine, like, do you think know, they're, they're that range? I think, but they're not a playoff team, in my opinion. Either. I mean, what? Derrick Henry had a, wasn't great last year. Again, to, running backs are gonna yeah. try to prove them. I work. think Derrick Henry would be fine. Uh, Ryan Tannehill got injured, right? Ryan Tannehill is still the best quarterback on that roster, and the best quarterback that will help him win now. Yeah. And uh, they added D Hop. They added D Hop, right? And if D Hop stays healthy, they should be. They'll be like a competent team. When he came back last year, he was perfectly fine for Arizona. Yeah, so no matter who I think they're over. I think they're over. Uh, seven and a half. They finished second last year. Yeah, I'll give them. I'll give them nine. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but I'll, I'll think they'll be nine. All right, last team is Washington. Um, they are also seven and a half. Are they the worst team in that division? Probably, to me, yes. They're the worst team in that division. Yeah, I agree. The biggest question mark is clearly Sam, Sam Howell, Howell. Yeah. And is Eric Bannon going to get the best out of that team? And in my opinion, Terry McLaurin is the most underrated wide receiver um, based on what the comments I see on uh, our Instagram uh, story. Or it's not story, the reels of uh, when we did our he's blind a, ranking. He's also an indie boy. <laughs> no, that's not the reason yeah, why. I know, I know. But like, you know, he's, he's solid. Boy. He is a solid player. <laughs> yeah. Um... The question is Sam Howell. That's, that's Sam Howell the is the question, right? Defen- and Chase Young defensively as well. Is yeah. he healthy or not? Seven and a half, I'm, I'm going to have to go the under. I'm going to say seven. Yeah, I'll go the under. I don't think they're good enough to overtake any of the teams in the division. Yeah, yet. I think they're under. And they're definitely not surpassing like Seattle. They could fight they Seattle, have, sure, but I don't think Seattle has the edge on them. They have the worst quarterback in the division. Yeah. That is clear. Clearly. Yeah. Uh, D-line is still good, but if you're like... I feel like if you're not going to produce enough offensively, the defense is going to just the one thing take though a toll. for sure. I'm gonna it's going to take a toll on the defense. The one thing for sure though is Dan Schneider is no longer their owner, so there's a big breath of fresh air that fans will show up. You clearly saw the difference with the before and after pictures from um, training, training camps, camps right? Yeah. And maybe even that might go down to the players in general because they probably felt the whole Dan Schneider thing and now Magic Johnson and his team are owning it. I won't be surprised if they do pull up a surprise and I'm rooting for Eric Bianami, right? Because he should have a head coaching job and this is his chance to prove it. And if he gets Sam Howell somehow to the playoffs or even a playoff fighting spot, that's going to be insane. Right. And so I won't be surprised. But I'm, I, I think it's too, a little too premature for this. So I'm going with the under, but I'm going like barely under. So it's under. As of now, it's under. Yeah. So all done. That's we're it. Done? Okay. Well, I mean, we still have more to talk about but in terms of the, this is we're done. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed that portion. Um, comment how comment 
your guys' predictions, anything, what do you think of my take of Dallas and New York? Anything that Jobin said that you were probably like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> like you do an Instagram, but um, keep an eye out for more NFL content like this and other sports as well. We're going to probably do this for the NBA, the NHL. We didn't do it for soccer, unfortunately, but well, we'll see how that goes. So we're going to continue on. We're going to go into the NBA right now. Um, we're going to start off with FIBA because we're Canadian. I'm wearing... I'm wearing this to represent the basketball team. Not, because not, we don't have a basketball shirt. I don't have a basketball shirt, but... They're qualified. They're qualified because... <laughs> um, I'm going to pull up the results here because we have, we got to talk about France as well, right? Like, that, that's a major letdown. You have Rudy Gobert. Of course, you're going to lose. <laughs> FIBA, World Cup, Canada or 2-0. There were underdogs against France Friday morning. I woke up, watched the, the first quarter and a half. Was looking like a close game. I expected a close game. And then dominated them in the second half. Like eight points in the third quarter by that France team. Who have NBA-ready players, right? Just because Wembenyama is not playing, that's not the reason or anything. That's why they lost. Yeah. <laughs> it was Rudy Gobert. Obviously put some other guys in foul trouble. But Canada uh, destroyed them. And then also destroyed Lebanon today. And France is eliminated from the World Cup. We'll get to that in a second. Because... France lost Latvia. Latvia as well. So that's why we're going to get to that in a second. Your reaction, I know you didn't watch both games because we were busy today in the morning. Um, I hope you get up for Tuesday morning. But um, When is it Tuesday morning? 6.30. So it's bearable. Yeah. Because uh, I need to rely on you on that a little <laughs> bit. But and they have, that's a must-win game for Canada as well because they're on a tough side of the bracket because Spain is also there. So that's why that France, everybody assumed Canada... And France probably would have made it out. It was more so like France was the lock and Canada versus um, Latvia. Latvia would have determined second. And then if you did come second, you probably would have to play sweet, uh, Spain. And Spain's a powerhouse. They were the World Cup champs last time. Uh, FIBA World Cup, not the Olympic champions. And uh, yeah, so it was fun to watch, bro. The, the, the moment Shake struggled, but then when I watched the highlights back at work during break, he ramped it back up. You got Dylan Brooks. When he's on your team, you don't hate him as much <laughs> in that sense. You might hate him when he talks, but in you terms also, of play, you don't hate him as his play. You also might hate him when he does miss all the shots. True. Um, defensive, I'm, I'm focusing more on the defensive side of things, but he was hitting his shots, though, which is pretty cool. Yeah. RJ, decent as well. Nikhil Alexander seems like a fee, um, Alexander Walker seems like a FIBA player himself hitting threes. But yeah, it was fun to watch. Jordy uh, Hernandez got him going well. And I'm excited. Um, hopefully, we could win this Latvia game because we, wanna, we do want to yeah. avoid Spain early on Spain because it's a very confusing thing. You also qualify for the Olympics through this, and you have to be the top for Americas in this tournament. So, you're, like, it's like a tournament within a tournament. Yeah. It's weird like that. So, like, the Americas are South America and North America. So, like, for example, if USA, Brazil... Um, Argentina Argentina and uh, Brazil and um, I don't know D Dominican because they have cat they're a good team right yeah they qualify uh, they finish ranking higher than Canada that Canada has to do a last minute tournament again uh, which we actually had in Victoria during COVID unfortunately we couldn't go um, to qualify for the Olympics right so in this case keep going and this is without Jamal Murray and without a yeah. proper big as much as, as well as Kelly Lenig and Dwight Powell have been playing together they're doing a lot of those like you seen the plays where Jokic and because uh, he obviously is a point guard, more of a point guard, but Jokic and AG, uh, AG Aaron Gordon, like their pick and roll. Yeah, yeah. That's what they were kind of doing, like 
feeding off each other that too yeah i mean doing this without jamal murray also gives you a lot more hope as well yeah but no i be, i feel like they should we're a basketball country now baby. yeah i feel like they should get i feel like they should get it done yeah like, I'm, not, I'm not saying win it all but i'm saying at least you know be, be the qualify for the olympics qualify for olympics yeah i don't know how the, like, the rest of the bracket goes but latvia doesn't have Przingis. Now, they're going to come off a high because they beat one of the favorites. Like, France was finalist, I believe, in the Olympics, if I'm not mistaken. They lost to the U.S. They're so, at the end of the day, they've never lost in a group stage in so long. We were the first team to beat them in a while. Yeah. This reminds you of, like, when Canada's World Cup and soccer was going on. Not Canada themselves, but Belgium fell off. And yeah, Morocco right, yeah. came out of nowhere. Like, this was what this kind of Morocco, Latvia, and the Canada's Croatia kind of remind me of. Yeah. Um. I'm happy though. I was so happy to watch that. I was, I was having the same reaction. I know Canada lost to Belgium in that World Cup. It was the same reaction, but this time they actually won and carried that forward. So definitely excited to see the other games. Um, anything you want to say about Canada basketball? Keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> don't, uh, don't do what Canada soccer did. Exactly. Um, okay, moving on. The reason why I want to bring up France, France um, they lost to Latvia. And like we just alluded to, that's huge because France is now out of the World Cup. So they have to qualify for the... Oh, wait, I think the Olympics are in Paris. So they're, they're lucky. <laughs> they're, okay. They're qual- I think... I'm not mistaken. It's in Paris. So this should, yeah. be, should be qualified already. Okay. Um, but their, their performance was horrendous. Like, when I watched the first quarter, Evan Fournier was playing like God, <laughs> essentially. Like every... At the end of the day, people got to realize NBA players are di- the best athletes in basketball in the world. Because Mo Wagner and all these guys kill it for their country. Yeah. The reason why they might lose is because chemistry. That's it. That's the yeah. only reason why. But as a talent, you see these guys pop off. Dennis Schroeder, Patty Mills. All these guys come to mind, right? And same thing with Evan Fournier. Um, obviously, you're throwing shots at Rudy Gobert. But hey, he, he did struggle. Don't get me wrong. He shits the better wherever he goes. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, France being out is huge. Like This is like equivalent to Belgium being out of the World Cup in yeah. soccer. Right? This is equivalent to like the Germany U.S. or... Out. When Russia was involved in hockey tournaments, being out uh, out of the Olympic running or the World Cup of hockey, if it was proper, so this is a, that's how big this is. For those of you who don't know, um, we have a lot of French talent, right? Victor Wembanyama, Tony Parker, right? Nicholas Batum was playing in this. One. Tony Parker wasn't playing. But I'm saying they had talent, but Nicholas Batum was playing in this tournament. So that's great. Hopefully, Wiggins and steps up for the future after this, because Olympics is people care about the Olympics clearly more. So that's going to be big. Even, But it's funny, what I, what I heard from the radio, I think, I don't know who they brought on, Halford and Bruff, they brought on someone. They're saying that Canada and U.S. are like the only teams that don't give a shit about the World Cup, but everybody else cares about the World Cup. Yeah, right. And it clearly shows, based on how the U.S. roster is and Canada roster is. Yeah, it's Olympics. They, they care more, Olympics. especially the U.S., they care more about yeah. the Olympics, but... Like, the rest of the world, cup, world are treating it like how the FIFA World Cup is. Like, they're treating it like that because, A, they know that the U.S. is obviously the best team. And Luka's playing for Slovenia, by the way. So, it shows that. And Jokic is not playing because the finals run. Kristaps got hurt. That's why he's not playing. Jamal, same thing, finals run. But, yeah. So, there's not other real surprise. Germany beat Australia. We know that was going to be a tough game in general. Dominican have Cat. Like, Cat is yeah. playing. And they just beat Italy. Um, I don't know who the other players are. Oh, yeah, there is. Sorry. Uh, no, it's just Kat. Yeah, it is just Kat. And he's carrying there. Rudy Gobert. Learned something. Um, you know who's killing it? Eric Gordon for the Bahamas. 
Ashi? Yeah. <laughs> Eric Gordon. <laughs> Eric Gordon. And for the Bahamas, that's killing. That just shows you, NBA. And uh, what's his name there too? DeAndre Aiden. That's why I got confused. DeAndre Aiden. Oh, yeah, DeAndre Aiden, yeah. Um, the other person who gives a shout out is uh, Jordan Clarkson playing for uh philippines and almost won the game i think he played his ass off so yeah i missed uh missed that on that and the last thing i hope i wish Giannis was playing but greece versus usa is oh I yeah think by the time this comes out it's probably finished but yeah 5 40 in the morning on monday so by the time this comes out it's already done but that would have been a fun gonna, thing Giannis to get revenge type of thing we're not getting Giannis versus usa because Giannis did say like hey i want to win like to the point of the world cup being more important they just want to win over the U.S., right? Yeah. PD said, like, he'd rather beat Canada rather than Finland in hockey because they know that Canada is a powerhouse. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's the FIBA World Cup. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you're going to tune in a little bit more now, especially with how good Canada's been playing. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on. Speaking of Giannis, um, some news came out that, and I'll say it exactly word for word, I won't sign Bucks extension unless everybody's on the same page. Okay, so yeah, big. I saw that, yeah. That's big because he's, a he's arguably the best. <laughs> okay, are you going to go back to that thing where Giannis no, to Toronto no. is a big thing again? Like no, how it was no, go back, let's go. <laughs> uh, um, it's big because it is arguably the best player in the league right now. Not well, Yeah, league right now. You could say it's Jokic, you could say it's KD or Steph yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, the real question, he said, is not going to be this year. Numbers-wise, it doesn't make sense pending an extension but next year next summer it would make more sense for both parties even then i don't know clearly he'll make the most money with milwaukee i think he did say he wants to be kobe and dirk and tam duncan when it comes to playing for one team for his whole career because it didn't mean it no longer means much it like, does who, not like only person what steph yeah I don't, but no one from the 2010s really is on the same team that you think of LeBron, no. no well, he was like also earlier, but yeah. like, even like the top players, KD, gone. Steph is like the only one you could think of, and then obviously Giannis now, right? Um, Giannis continued. I will not be the best version of myself if I don't know what everybody's on the same page. Everybody's going for a championship. Everybody's going to sacrifice time away from their family, like I do. And if I don't feel that, I'm not signing. So. In his eyes, he's sacrificing a lot. And if he thinks Chris Middleton or Brooke Lopez or whoever else they try to bring in is not doing what he's doing, then there's no point. And signing. even the front office. And listen, they won a championship. Maybe he would have left if they didn't win a championship, right? So he exactly got that, good. but he still... And honestly, like, they were what? They were almost out that year. Yeah. With Brooklyn. Because KD's foot was on the line. Yeah. Um, he's also playing for a small market team. For a guy like that, it's usually rare. Does he fit the Milwaukee pro st- uh, lifestyle? For sure. Same thing with Jokic in Denver. But I won't be surprised if he wants like New York or LA or Miami even. Right? Those are the big ones. Hey, you mentioned Toronto. He could be the king of Toronto, like Canada, essentially. Yeah. When it comes to that. You saw what Kawhi Leonard did for one year when he guys won the championship. And even if he didn't win the championship, it was still big. That it year. was massive. Right? So, um, yeah. So, that's something to look out for. Look forward to. Um, let me just double check when he will be eligible. He's eligible next year as well. Uh, but he looks like he's gonna play it. He's out. getting the whatever money he gets. He's getting wherever he goes. He's getting. He's that getting money. his money. There's no don't matter what. <laughs> he's like Milwaukee will be stupid not to give it to him. Yeah, the thing is, even if he's injured, like KD if Milwaukee pull off what to do, what the, this past year, he's gone. Yeah, he's hundred percent gone. And he's you know there's question marks. Um, I know he kind of signed off on it, but is Adrian Griffin the guy? Right, it's a rookie head coach. It's still a lot to learn. 
to do. Like I know Nick Nurse has done it. I know Steve Kerr had done it with a guy like that. But it is still a rookie head coach at the end of the day. So, but no, like if we're getting four one by the eight seed, no, he gone. He was injured. He but, gone. Yeah. He is gone. Uh, the same team that he, that almost uh, took him out before too, right? So in the bubble. Um, last thing, an update on Bronny James. Um, let me just pull that up. I don't want to misread. Cardiac arrest likely caused by heart defect. Full re- recovery expected. Yeah, um, this was said by a representative spokesperson of the James family uh, that was obtained by ESPN. So can and will be treated per the family spokesperson. Bronny uh, is expected to make a full recovery and return to basketball in the very near future. Keep in mind, he committed to USC. This would have been his freshman year. Um, yeah, uh, he's been with LeBron. He was recently with LeBron and Drake at the Drake concert. Yeah. Somewhere in the U.S. And yeah, he was, ex- according to USC's coach, if, yeah, Trojan's head coach, Bronny was ex- uh, playing extremely well before the issue. Our top concern is his health, and which should be. Yeah. Every, uh, we're hopeful that he will be on the court at some point this season. Um, 18 year old is currently the 20th ranked player on ESPN 100 and was part of a strong USC recruiting class that also headlined by number one overall. Number one overall prospect, Isaiah Collier. So that was good news for sure. Yeah, like, good You see him like walking around chilling, so it's a good, um, they know what the cause was and it could be treated. So first and foremost, make sure he's healthy and then hopefully his career continues. At the end of the day, it's his dream. And Yeah, if we'll he wants there. it, like he could choose to go back to basketball. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, let's get into some quick fire topics here. Uh, the rest will be a little bit quick now. Um off the bat, MLB, Steven Strasburg is leaning towards retirement. Yeah, he's and ever since 2019 when they won Nationals 1, it's been injury prone. Couldn't really get back onto the mound. Uh, yeah, so that's obviously the main cause of it. Did win MVP in that series. That, as well. I remember, like, this is like, you know how much of baseball I watched as a kid. That he was like that number one prospect. Like, like how Victor Wembanyama was. Or yeah. LeBron was. Or... Um, Trevor Lawrence was like he was that guy like for a while and then yeah I saw Washington get him and he was killing it early career obviously I'm sure he had Tommy on surgery <laughs> for sure yeah and yeah it's dwindling down but I remember him being seeing him that once upon a time prospect that we probably haven't seen in a while like sure Tommy wasn't drafted so that's a different situation yeah so this is draft yeah yeah um, so yeah, uh, if he does retire, great career, won the chip, got MVPs, should be a Hall of Famer in my opinion. Yeah. Now baseball does shit differently, so I don't know. We don't know how baseball does it, right? Yeah. Everyone, you know, way like McGillney has him in it, and we don't know yeah, why. So, so. Um, moving on. Unless you have something else to say about baseball related. No, nothing we're, else. We're not gonna recap. With we're gonna probably do that next week or sometime this week. Yeah. Just cause, uh, yeah, and we're also annoyed, but that's all I get. You know. Uh, NHL We're annoyed uh, Annoyed about the Blue Jays Not at you guys or Yeah anything like we're that. annoyed Because Blue Jays lost Yeah Again. NHL Oilers re-signed Evan Bouchard To a two year bridge deal With 3.9 million and Another bridge a, deal Yeah not a surprise We mentioned What Austin Matthews did We mentioned What PD might do Last time So if you guys haven't Check that out um, Same same thing here Cop is supposed to go up A lot of people Signed one year deals Two year deals And Cap hell as well. Like I'm not surprised Edmonton did a bridge because they did it with 
they already extended Darnell Nurse to an expensive long-term contract. They McDavid. need to extend McDavid and Drysaitel. Drysaitel's due before McDavid, by yeah. the way. Um, and this, you know, there are other ex- like RNH had a five-year extension at five mil, pretty cheap contract, but for today's NHL, you signed Jack Campbell. You have Zach Hyman signed as well. Yeah, so you have some bad contracts on the book as well. So it's not surprising. But even Evan Bouchard, he's their number one offensive defenseman, I guess you could say. Because uh, and their power play specialist, so we'll see how it goes from there. They also obviously have um, Matthias Ekholm as well. Yeah, as well. So that's uh, the Evan Bouchard thing. I don't think I'll double check before we close off if you have any big news that popped up. Quick fire. Uh, continuing on with boxing, off the bat, um, Alexander Usyk won ninth round TKO or KO. I didn't get the chance to watch the fight, so I have to look back at it still. Over Daniel Dubois, but. There was massive controversy where um, a knockdown for Dubois, like Dubois knocking down Usyk. Usyk, was called as a low blow shot. But replays showed that it was on the belt line. Now I don't know how high the or low or whatever the case may how be. How low the belt the belt line was? Yeah. Um, so like we see how low his shorts Usyk were. Usyk is and. Uh, Usyk is adamant that it was his balls, as he said it. He's like, he got a whole lot of balls. Okay. <laughs> but um, Dubois obviously f- says he feels cheated. No surprise. Now we got to hear Tyson Fury make some bullshit shit up on the spot now. We still, at the end of the day, it's still Usyk versus um, Fury That's has so to yeah, happen. Usyk versus Fury, yeah. If you do a rematch of this, I feel like Usyk will still win. I don't think he was like, the reason why he probably stayed down for like, yeah, people are saying he was knocked down, knocked out because he didn't get up, right? Yeah. But the ref, obviously, if the ref was like, no, 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 it's not like, it's not a low blow. Yeah. The way he reacted as well, yeah. felt like he has to be a great actor or he genuinely got hit there. Now, I don't know how that you never know. rules are. You never know, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? So, obviously, the ref was probably seeing his either acting or quote-unquote acting. Or actually saw it. Or actually saw his angle that it was a low blow that he called it a low blow. But I'm sure Usyk would have realized, okay, if he's not calling it, I have to get up now or I lose. So if in Dubois' eyes, to be fair to him, feels like he should be the champ. Yeah. So not uh, maybe there's a rematch down the line because uh, we already know what Fury's doing. So Fury's doing everything Except defending the belt. You see, at least when McGregor fought Mayweather, it was on the professional record, I believe. Yeah. And I don't. I think it was for the belt, so I can't say for sure, certain, but yeah. Um, Next and we knew up. that was Mayweather's also last fight. Yeah. So, a professional fight. But the thing, okay, so you're kind of intrigued of what is this Robert Hellenius news that I'm going to bring up. Um, Robert Hellenius has returned an adverse analytical finding in the VADA, the drugs taken the day before his KO defeat to Anthony Joshua. Hellenius was a re- late replacement for Dillian White, who did the same. So, so he pretty much did what Dillian White did before the right before the fight. Okay. <laughs> so he cheated and still lost and got KO'd. Now people are saying this KO is much deserved now. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So that's why I was like, I want to see a reaction. That's why I kept this one a secret from you. Okay, so you must suck. Yeah. Um, obviously, we saw his knockout. Deontay Wilder was like, "What the hell?" And then we saw this. Maybe that's why it was hard for Joshua. But Joshua didn't look urgent himself. That's a whole different story. But yeah, I, I don't know if you were supposed to do a drug test before, right before the thing. But clearly, they did the drug test, and it was after. And he still got KO'd, which is crazy. <laughs> Same uh, thing as the the opponent that was supposed to fight Joshua did. He did that. Uh, this is embarrassing. Yeah. 
That's, that's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, yeah. actually jokes. Let's move on. Last topic of the day in soccer. Transfer deadline is this Thursday. Thursday, yeah. So when this pod comes out, um, Wednesday night when we film, we'll probably have some live shit. Who knows? We might actually get breaking news because it is eight hours in advance. England time, right? The reason Romano does not sleep because he's still live on kick. Yeah, England and like European time in general. Yeah, eight hours ahead. And we got, there are names. The names to watch out for. Um, for Man United side of things, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about Man United really. Amrabat. Amrabat, Gravenbridge, who's also linked to Liverpool. Um, you got names like okay, Mo Salah. Let's bring that up right now. Yeah. You already guessed where he's going to go. Well, not goal, but like, who's he linked to? Barca. No. This is like, like oh Saudi. Yeah. So okay, yeah. I think it's Al Ittihad. I'm not sure if that's the Giroud. I, I, I don't think it's moving. I don't think it's going. No, so here's the thing. I don't think Liverpool are putting up for sale anyways. That think. doesn't mean anything. Yeah, no. Because Sal- if Salah says, I want to go, then they might have to, right? Yeah. So it's all on Salah. And hey, listen, Jurgen Klopp doesn't have a track record of saying the rightful truth thing because he said the same thing with Saicedo. And look what happened there. But he did say no. And he's not leaving. I, I, I believe, and I believe that. I believe that. But no. money talks. Yeah. And both for the player and Liverpool. Because look at the Colts are doing with uh, Jonathan Taylor. They're willing to listen to trades. If they're offering 100 million transfer fee for Salah, who he deserves more in today's market, probably, um, you know. They'll think about it. They'll definitely think about it. There was a post that, like, if you're Salah, would you rather take 365K a week or 365K a day? Okay. So. <laughs> That's insane. And Mo Salah, at the end of the day, as much as, I'm a United fan, but I, not like we try not to be biased and I'm being real here. Mo Salah is one of the greatest Premier League players I've seen in my like a lifetime of watching the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, 100% right? agree with he's that. up there for sure. And he's currently one of the best players, like top five players in the league still yeah. at the end of the day, right? And it makes sense how he wants them because they're all going for after everybody. And uh, let's see if it happens because uh, Romano and Ornstein or Ornstein did confirm that Al Etihad has made an approach. Now, the question is if Mo Salah wants to go. And there are reports saying Mo Salah wants to go, but they're not from them, so I'm not going to trust it. Yeah, I think he'll eventually go, but I don't think it's this year. Or I don't think it's right now. And if he does, then, hey, Liverpool might be like, listen, we might get 100, 150 mil out of this or whatever. They'll listen. They'll listen. They'll listen. And But the thing is, they could they need to act fast and who could they get to replace Salah? And you're they're not going to get someone. Gonna... Maybe you might. Who knows? Yeah. That might be available out of nowhere, but... For get like, Mbappe <laughs> yeah like, that's the only guy I could think of on the top of my head that's like, gonna be available in the wing to help him yeah Um. there's that any reactions for you soccer in general not just the Premier League I have I think you you wanna bring up one thing that you showed me yesterday yesterday the highlight oh that's talking oh, okay, no. right now that passed by Lionel Messi <laughs> yes <laughs> elaborate okay. alright so it was Lionel Messi's goal for Inter Miami debut, MLS debut. MLS debut, yeah. I and think he started off the came he was off also the bench. he came out the bench. He scored, but this given goal was probably the best given goal I've seen in my life. Because he did like a I don't know what I can't even explain the through ball. Like it was genuinely like how do you even explain it? It was that? outside the foot through ball, which the inside po- the eighteen. And if you look at the replays, go so if you guys don't know clue what we're talking about, type in Inter Miami or Messi MLS debut. Yeah. It will pop up. Like there's yeah. no way you're not gonna miss it. Uh, I'll double check who they played, but it was like an outside the foot. But the, even when you see the reaction of the player, 
He was like, oh shit. Then he went. Like if you yeah, look at like the reaction the, of the like player. The player didn't even know he was hitting the ball. Yeah. That's how good the through ball. Inside the 18 as well. <laughs> and got, the player did a good cutback. Cutback pass to Messi and, and Messi had an empty net finish. Yeah. And it was funny because during the Serie Soccer League, I was getting questioned. Remember, they were asking me if Messi's gonna, if Miami's going to make the playoffs or win it all. And I said no because that's too much of a ground to make up when you look at the standings. That's nothing for Messi right now. I don't, right now, yeah, it's nothing. It's <laughs> but, nothing. But, but I won't be. It'll be tough to still make it at the end of the day. You have to make up a lot of ground. And they have so some, far, they have some games in hand. I looked at the standings. They have some games in hand. Yeah. And they're second last place right now because Toronto's last. Just won. Toronto's last place. Oh yeah, Lorenzo <laughs> and he's beefing his coach now, Terry <laughs> Dunfield. But yeah. yeah, that assist. I don't know if it was like that little in and out flick thing. Yeah, it was like something like or that. Or he faked that and he just put it out like that. But yeah, um, it's definitely insane. Because like, and in real time when you're probably watching it live because we watched the replay but like when i was watching it in real time that replay, yeah, like, replay what the hell just happened you know it was just a pass that went through like, like it, was, it looked like Messi. a normal pass but then when you the commentator did perfect explanation like what did i just see like yeah this is the greatest thing i've ever seen and yeah like that's the reason why Do you remember the lebron pass on the lakers where he did the inside outside oh yeah dive? like where he was all looking that way and all yeah. four lakers went up and then i think it was moscow or whoever it was yeah yeah got a free dunk. it was it was kind of like that yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah, but like this one was. This is better because I can't like, even say that because like no player backed off. He no, put it into that space. He did put it in that space, but I'm saying it kind of reminds me of that. But yeah, you're right. Like, like how good the pass was. Yeah, because like it, you were looking at the, yeah, comparing the pass. Yeah, but nobody expected that. Yeah, nobody like, expected Messi to play a pass in that 18 through ball style. Yeah, uh, who did they? Play? They played New York, so. Yeah, so it's against New, New York Red Bulls. Red Bulls or okay, Red, Red Bulls. Bulls. Red Bulls. Then you guys see the highlight. That's all I gotta just say. Just you gotta watch this highlight. Just watch the highlight. But yeah, that's the first reaction of the weekend. Second one, Newcastle. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, they can't be. Liberal. You know Eddie Howe's record against Jurgen Klopp. What? Jurgen Klopp's the first manager to beat another manager in his eleven times, first eleven games, dating back to he Bournemouth. He hasn't drawn. Huh? He hasn't drawn all once. L's. All those 11 games or L's? Yeah, like, this one, I didn't care. Like, I wasn't like, yeah, I'm a Man United fan. I want Liverpool to lose. But Newcastle's a good team. So we, were, I was hoping like, we were a draw anyways. Now, FPL purposes is a little different. But we're not going to get into that. Our personal <laughs> FPL. Because we have cousin Jeevan, Liverpool fan. We're, we were at his account part and he had the game on there. Darwin Nunez, like I said. Stepped up. I personally don't think he was how people are making out to be a boss. I just trolled him because, hey, Jeevan's our cousin. So we got to troll. And they do the same thing. And with he, and he made like there were and there were some. Yeah, there were bad there were misses. Some, and all he had to do was hit on target, and he didn't target today twice. Yeah. So especially with Liverpool going ten men as well. Exactly. That's where that's where there was like you're one of the best defensive teams who had the, one of the best goalies last year, right? Yeah, De Gea won the Golden Boot but or Golov. Pope was second clean sheets. But Pope, yeah. So Pope was cl- in my Pope opinion. and Ramsdale were like their yeah, Pope was up there. Sheets. Sven Botman. Like, I don't know what you guys did. Like your their best, no, not their best player. Their best defender was out. Virgil Van Dijk got the yeah, red Virgil card. Van Dijk. Yeah. Now I haven't looked at the back at the red card. People say it's soft, it's and soft, that's right? I, I would need to ask you another question about soccer in general. And this is more on the refing side of things. But yeah, that's my first reaction. Like, what the hell did Newcastle do? Like, how do you choke that? Literally, like I was no, getting annoyed that Nick Pope I benched Nick Pope to the point where like, okay, thank you, even though. Um, Emmy Martinez didn't do shit for him either. But no, like no. As a team that has these expectations now, it's a disappointing, very disappointing. Yeah, that's all you have to say, yeah, right? Like, there's a reason why I put them fifth place in our in our prediction. Like they're a, they're a top four team last year, 
Um, this was your chance to beat Liverpool. You have everything in the bag, right? Yeah. It's like Arsenal having a trophy last year. Like, you had everything in the bag for this game. And you blew it. Yeah. Um, off the bat, Arsenal... Like, how do you let Lunia's goal... Like, it was like breakaway goal. I didn't see the highlights, so I have no clue. It was like breakaway goal. I didn't get the chance. Like, oh, Lunia, the second goal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I heard the first goal was sick, but... Yeah. It was like a breakaway goal. Like, how do you let Nunez get in behind you? Yeah. Um, other things that happened, uh, Classic City... Um, I'm not going to go into every game here. I'm just going to see anything that stood out. Um, United. Arsenal-Fulham. Arsenal-Fulham tie. Right? Um, okay, we'll, we'll give her Classic United three to five minutes. But Arsenal-Fulham. We'll, give it, we'll, we'll, Arsenal we'll keep the, it United short. We'll keep yeah. it United short. Yeah. Um, Arsenal. Um, yeah, disappointed. Got their first drop points. Last year, they were like, what, five, six, and oh before they dropped points? Two just, United. Huh? Two, Two United, United yeah. yeah. And then this year... Similar to United, actually, we'll, we'll tie them on together. We're down early. They're, dis- they're disappointed. Down early. They, okay, they they won games. Arsenal? But they haven't been last year's Arsenal yet. Yeah, and the question mark was defending, and they're, it kind of showed this. Yeah, game. they're... They uh, were up a man. This was the opposite of Liverpool. They were up a man. Yeah. Similar to Newcastle, I guess. Yeah. They were up a man, and they lost the tie. Yeah. Like, they were they were losing one nothing. They weren't great against Crystal Palace. They weren't great against Nottingham Forest. And now they drop points against Fulham. Yeah, um, there's nothing, but yeah, we'll see. They're, 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 them and United. Yeah, well, on okay, field. Let's go to United because I, on have, field I have a game I want to yeah. talk about. That's on why. field performances haven't been great, United, but they somehow found a way to get... They found a way to get two wins, but two here's wins. the thing. Shaw's injured, Varane got injured, uh, Mount got injured, and our ownership. I think Man United, in general, out of all of the top team, top sports leagues in the world, are probably the worst run. For how, like, yes, because you could argue the run. Yankees this year. For yeah, sure. no, they're very poorly run. That's because there's no chance that we should having gone Amrabat down. And like, look at the depth of our team right now. It's not good. Now we're getting Cucurella most likely on loan, but we'll see what that is. Man United, yeah, the first five minutes, Man United, yeah, after that, dominated. Like, Bruno Fernandez showed why, and Kevin De Bruyne confirmed him, why yeah. he's better than he's after De Bruyne, the best midfielder in the, attacking midfielder, in, yeah, midfielder in general, even yeah, in, in the in league. General. One of the best in the world as well. Like I, In my opinion, I think he's underrated because of his rat face. People say that he doesn't get the... No, no, right. Bruno ball. But he showed, he game. played with heart. He, he's the reason why he's the Man United captain. And that's, he showed it. Yeah. Rashford did not have the greatest game, but Still performed well on the way left. Did. He was involved in all three goals. He had yeah. a good game. He had a way better game. Better game, game but like this isn't the it was, prime. It was, like, it was this good. is the Rashford. It was good. It was like great as Rashford last year, but it was a very good game for Rashford, in yeah. my opinion. Um, like, like, clearly, clearly he Martial could be better. start. He could be better. Yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah, clearly, Martial, the thing with Martial is he doesn't have to be good. Just start, but, but just play striker. Yeah, just be. A we striker. just need a striker, man. Put a defender striker. We yeah, need but anyone striker just put Rashford on the left wing. Yeah, um, Anthony much better game. Yeah, um, I'll give him that. Right, much like, better game. He had he improved. <laughs> Joe was like, I'm I'm going to high improved. standards now. Huh? <laughs> high standards. Now. There's high standards yeah. for sure, but but yeah, no transfer. This thing with Anthony. Anthony always has a one game where he's good. Yeah, yeah. keep it keeping it short. Transfer, let's see, five days. Can you bring in Amrabat? Can you bring in Gravenbridge? Can you bring in a striker? I need a strike, and I, I know a left back is needed, but I want to give Alvaro Fernandez a chance. Malasia is injured. That's why we're going after these names. Do not bring in Ryan Bertrand. Yeah, I'd rather right. get Al- Alvaro Fernandez. I'm fine with Cucurella. Marcus Alonso is a question mark, but I'm fine with Cucurella um, for loan. But hopefully Luke Shaw's back. End of United talk there. Oh, well, no, I have to mention this. Andre Onana. Race car driver. <laughs> oh my! This guy, he may have been 
pretty solid for us so far. But passing wasn't everything. But that, that was kind of a bad goal. Definitely, definitely, definitely been a meme. But yeah, so far as well. <laughs> the game I wanted to bring up for me, game of the performance, even of the week, game of the week. And uh, we're gonna stick with the Premier League because that's what we watch. I know Barcelona had a crazy game. Yeah, four three against Villarreal. Um, was West Ham versus Brighton? Oh, West Ham put on a clinic, man. Like, and James Ward-Prowse off the beginning gets his debut goal. And I swear to God, and I agree 100% with Mark Goldbridge with this, if Calvin Phillips makes the squad and James Madison or a guy like James Ward-Prowse does not make it, and I'm going to say Harry Maguire, but we know Harry Maguire is going to get selected after playing zero minutes, gets selected over to a guy like Tamori or whoever, it's gonna like this is the, the reason the why one. I don't like England isn't because of the yeah the England has all that Dallas Cowboys Toronto Maple Leaf hype don't get me wrong I still don't mind supporting England Garrett yeah. Southgate makes me hate England it's that's it's the terrible. reason why and James Ward-Prowse debut great game um your boy Michael Antonio who you're kind of pissed off now bro I keep him on the getting, bench he's kind of reviving himself a little bit people um Brighton on the other hand Clint, they were not clinical at all. Like they dominated that game, even when it was one nothing. They had the chances. Brighton were like they were there. Evan Ferguson there. had chances. Matoma didn't have the greatest game either. But West Ham, they and just I. The me game playing them that low in relegation zone is definitely not looking great right now. And still early overreactions. But, but yeah, they're top a, of the league. I think right now. Top of the league. I think th- I'm going to double check that. But I think that win puts them. And they're the way they uh, city is. The is way city they won as well. Isn't City three and zero? Huh? Yeah, I'm about, to check, I'm about to check, double check everything. Yeah. But, uh, table. Yeah, so City's only, is City 3-0. Yeah. Because City won. Because th- th- this was ba- before they played. So right? this was before City played. Yeah. But, yeah, West Ham second. Tottenham's third. And that's another thing. People are saying maybe they're playing much better without Harry Kane because they don't have to focus on Harry Kane too much. Yeah. And to be fair, Harry Kane's killing it in Bundesliga. Alcohol and Ange's also, Ange's been a good Good, good show. Good coach for so Clearly, far. Yeah, we know that from the United game. Yeah, destroyed but, Man United. But this is the last reaction. Last thing I'm going to close it off on this. Um, I don't think I see any transfer. I'll double check. But the refereeing decisions. Quickly before you go on that. Yeah. Chelsea, Raheem Sterling is for oh, not a yeah. good game. He's kind of going back into like yeah. late Liverpool early City mode again. And then Nicholas Jackson got his first goal as well. Yeah. I mean, although they did beat Ludentown, but after a loss, it's a good performance. Yeah. But no, the thing I want to talk about right now quickly, because we don't know what the refereeing decisions are with the yellow cards, the red cards. And I'm not complaining on the United side of things. I'm, I'm saying like in, in general, neutral, right? Right. Because people consider like I agree that that red card yesterday was not a red card for United. But I agree that was a penalty because you gave that Liverpool one versus Zobole a penalty. I think I got that right. I don't know. Sujibale, uh That was Hungarian a penalty. Then Gerard. the one was a penalty. Then you look at some other things. I, I, I didn't. Do you see the Virgil van Dijk red card yet? Or no? I did not see okay, that. I didn't yet. see it, but apparently it was soft, right? McAllister's was soft. McAllister's was soft. And you can't. Rev- uh, the same thing with um, Tomiyasu, Tomiyasu. Yeah, right? Tomiyasu. And there's decisions with that. You get the time wasting yellow cards. It's easy. You're getting in the first half. I'm fine with it. But then when it, you see. It's inconsistent. But when you see 11 extra minutes in the, that United game compared to like other games that are probably equal. Yeah, to I think Arsenal had like that too. The same amount. In they the had Arsenal like 20 final. minutes. But I, I don't know how. Because they had other shit going on. I didn't watch it. But they had a 20. They, they had, literally played they literally, extra time. They literally played first half extra Liter- time. No. Both. They 100, played full? 120. They went to 120. Yeah. No way. I, I will double check if I'm not mistaken here. But United went to 115. It was or 113. Yeah, no. It was supposed to be 111. 
No, so it was eleven minutes could. added, and it was thirteen yeah, added. Yeah, it's hundred five. Yeah, sorry, eleven was added, and then thirteen was. Pl- was it? So Arsenal did not go to the Arsenal went to hundred ten. Then they didn't go to hundred twenty. Oh yeah, I'm stupid. I, I was I'm thinking, like, what are you? I was thinking hundred like, minutes. No thinking minutes that's yeah, why. but yeah, but still a lot. Twenty minutes added. Yeah, time. Uh, like something sure. must have happened. Like some Christian Eriksen shit must have happened. Essentially, but. I don't know if that's that's what happened, but like yeah, the, I don't think an injury happened because I saw Goldbridge. I don't think that type. I of trust injury. Goldbridge because he is somewhat neutral because he did say like I'm, I'm saying the same thing. Darwin Nunez will have a bounce back year, and he's uh, but he did say like how come Liverpool only got six minutes? That should have been ten or whatever the case may be. At this rate, like it's World Cup, right? You expect everything to be seven and minutes. There was plus. talks about this, and you kind of brought it up yesterday when we were just talking when while the United game was on. Do we bring like the stopwatch mode? Where if the ball is out of bounds or if a ref stops play, like that, if, it's paused for that moment, and then you just play it and you end it at the ninety. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing with that. Um. Me personally, like I don't want to change too much of the game, right? Like I love watching soccer how it is, because you know of how it is. Yeah. But if you're trying to figure out a solution for this, that has to be that it. is the solution. Because like every, it's nothing consistent. VAR is not doing much with certain things. I like, still hate the fact that if you're checking for a penalty, but it's not a penalty, but they won't get the free kick. Or the double yellows that turn into a red, it's not double-checked. It's, check not, it's not reviewable, it's yellow, yeah. Right? Yeah, I think I have to agree with you that it might that might be the best if, solution. If it want, sounds stupid. It sounds yeah. like you're playing basketball it's, or it hockey. It sounds stupid, right? It genuinely does. Like, but I if you agree with be, it. if you want to be consistent like, with it. If you think time-wasting is a big issue and you want to be consistent with it, that's the only way to do it. Because you're dropping yellow cards left, right, and center, and then playing 10, 11 minutes on top, and then you wonder why players get hurt. Yeah, right? Like, okay... The, what's the goal? To play a full 90-minute game. Yeah. Right? And time-wasting, obviously, you add all these minutes after. Ball goes out for a goal kick. Just stop the time. I don't even think that's a big, that, that much of a change. It's not... Yeah. Like, the change of VAR, that's massive. The yeah. change of playing your goalie out of the bo- that's, box but the thing is, is massive. It's, it's going to get rid of the yellow cards that they give after every, like, two minutes. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. When, so you like, don't get unnecessarily stupid yellow cards either. Yeah, like, because Tommy has his first yellow card was a time-wasting thing. And it wasn't even his fault. So guess what? Here's the thing. That reduces the yellow cards, which means players won't get suspended longer. Yeah. Like you want, like Bruno got two yellows. You're playing 90 minutes. Like Bruno got two yellows right now. Let's just say, I think one of them was the time-wasting. Once you get five, you get suspended again. Yeah, so maybe the five gets prolonged. Right? Nothing wrong with that. Another thing is... And then, yeah, if the player is still wasting time, even though the time is paused... And obviously, yeah, you could give it then. You could give it then because, like, hey, the player shouldn't be, wait, be chilling, waiting, looking around who's getting open. You still have to give, maybe give a certain ballpark, like like a five second yeah. out of bounds basketball thing. But okay, a little bit longer. Because yeah, 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 I'm just saying something yeah, not like, like that. Yeah, something like that. But, but like, yeah, it's like if you want the proper solution, it is maybe okay. Ten minutes in, players down, just pause the time. That's it. And then when you once you kick the ball in, once balls start in play, it. start and the they, time. Even if that's twenty minutes long, it's tw- we know the exact time. But we know, like you know, you're that's, playing ninety minutes. I don't minutes. think that's bad. That big of a deal. That's bad of a thing. Because like hockey, no matter what, you're playing twenty minute period, periods. Basketball, no matter what, you're playing twelve minute quarters. Football, no matter what, based on their rules, they're playing fifteen minute quarters and how. Well, football's a running clock, right? Yeah, it's a running clock, but they have rules for yeah, it. So NFL, but NFL this one, different. they want to play ninety. This is completely different. Like they and wanna, it's like it helps the players, right? Like the players, like. All these added time, you know, it takes a toll on them. Yeah. They shouldn't be complaining because now they're playing 90 minutes. Like, I get it. Okay, the traditional factor is, yeah, you, it's part of the game. You want to waste time. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm like. you're going to have everybody complaining still. Yeah. Like, no matter what, if you want to reduce the complaints, and I get it, it's part of the tradition to complain about football. We know that. Like, we have cousins that hate Man United because they were dominant. We hate 
current version of Man City because they're dominant, right? Same thing with Barca Real. And it's part of the game. I get it. But then you're going to face scrutiny either way. Mike Dean literally came out and said, I defended Anthony Taylor on last year's hair pull play. I think it was between Liverpool and Newcastle. I was right, Chelsea and Newcastle, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Or whoever it was. It involved Chelsea. Yeah. I think it was Cucurella. It was as Cucurella, well. yeah. So he literally admitted that he didn't send it. He wanted to like sympathize him or whatever the word was. Why? You have VAR for yeah, yeah, right. So that's like the thing that I think I agree with you. The time wasting solution that might be it. It might sound stupid to people. Oh my god, it's not a running clock, but you're adding time to the running clock anyways. It's not like it's a running clock at ninety. You're still giving the referee the power or the fourth ref the power to extend the game. Yeah. And sometimes this, especially now, it has been mind-boggling. It makes sense. The World Cup shows that it is correct. That yeah, that much time is uh, needs to be added, but it, then it's just inconsistent in the league now, where it's like yeah, certain like, games see. are six minutes, when certain games are like twenty minutes. Or like what you expect? Minutes. Like it's not like okay, there could be things like you know some games do waste time less, yeah. right? But like when you're watching the game, you're like okay, I expect to see. Like at how least, long does a sub ex- really take? Yeah, but like I'm saying, I expect to see you know maybe six minutes out of time. Like if it's a zero, and you zero, ended up and you, like United game, okay, United Forest, we were watching that game because that's the game we watched. Yeah. I expected probably seven. Yeah. Six, seven around there. We got 11. Oh, yeah, four this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? Like, you would agree, right? Yeah. Probably six. Probably, okay, makes sense. Whatever. Especially and of how they're Ten Hag made the point of, like, Nottingham was wasting time when they were winning. Yeah, we that's true, We had to come too. back and win that. So, it's yeah. on them of why they... Of why... Why is know. it our fault? Like, yeah. We were playing with urgency. Now, on the flip side, we all know the opposite would have happened. Still. The opposite like, would have happened too, yeah. Yeah, but... If you want a perfect solution, there's probably none, but this might be the most realistic one. Yeah. Just the pause. If, if you if you deem this to be that big of an issue where you're yellow carding after every five minutes. Yeah. And then are you really going to red card them off that? Yeah. Like, like, exactly. if, if you give one in like 20 minutes in. Yeah. Are you going to really... Are you going to give them a second yellow? Yeah. It's like the pitch clock in the, in the playoffs potential argument that yeah. people are having. It's literally the same thing. Like, do you really want to send someone off because they wasted time? Yeah. Usually it's, a, it's like a clear foul... Or a clear handball that is already that you know you shouldn't be doing, then yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, that's that's like ultimate reaction I, I'm seeing everywhere in general. Um, VAR in general checks like the penalties of United or Liverpool or Arsenal, whoever had it, right? But yeah, um, it is what it is. What comment? What are you guys thoughts below? Or but that's pretty much it from us. Sick pod. I think I enjoyed this one a lot. Yeah. A lot of over under. <laughs> over under was fun. We trying to make it a little bit entertaining for you guys. Um, make sure you guys check that uh, uh, check that all out um, long podcast hope you guys enjoyed it make sure you guys like comment and subscribe follow for more content like this and we'll catch you guys on the next one peace, peace.